Thank you very much for tuning in to the latest episode of the Daisy Podcast. I want to thank all of our YouTube members, our Patreons, as well as our donators for all the support. I want to thank Florida AF, Big Dog, Shane Murphy, Tank Dazza, Hawks Hammer, and Mark Godfrey, as well as Red Freedom M3739 for their support. I also want to thank all of our YouTube members for their support. Kenny Baker, King Alabar, Cinnamon, Muddy Track Links, Jake Azira Cool, Raymond Normoyle, Matt Z, and Mark and P2 for all of their support. Really, really do appreciate all the help that you guys give and all the feedback that you have. I hope you all have a pleasant day and I hope you enjoy this episode of the Daisy Podcast. You take care. Hello there, everybody. Hope everyone's doing great. Hope everyone's doing wonderful. It's been a couple of weeks. Sorry about last week. Uh, But we are here now um, with a very good special guest, the Greedy Peasant. How are you doing? We're doing well, guys. How's it going? Yeah, not doing too bad. Not doing too bad at all. Uh, And we are joined as well by um, a good friend, Dump. Um, How are you doing, mate? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. You better play. I haven't seen you in a week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got something cool. Yeah, I can't wait to see that. That's going to be really cool. Um, I don't know where Lemons is. I assume that he is running a little bit late, so we'll, we'll um, he'll just get here when he gets here. Hopefully, Canada hasn't been knocked offline again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was that was that was so bad that time. <laughs> but yes, yeah, so you know. We've been wanting to get another guest on for quite some time, so it's an absolute honour to have yourself on, uh, Greedy. It's been absolutely fantastic getting this all organised and getting you on. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure being here. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, dude. You know, we're doing really... We really want to focus on quite a lot of different people in the community. And um, I know Lemons was talking a bit about yourself, and I thought, yeah, got to get him on. (laughs) Got to get him on. Uh, Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Anytime, man, anytime. So, uh, you sent us a little bio, so I'm just going to read that out to everybody in chat. Um, four years old, you married. Um, how long have you been married for? I've uh, been married for five years. Oh, very nice, mate. Very, very, nice. very fucking nice. you got two boys, 18 and 22, and you're based in good old Down Under. That's it. <laughs> Down in Sydney. Oh, lovely. Where, where nice. it's currently freezing. <laughs> get, Give us back out. our weather. No, no, mate, no. <laughs> um, so your gaming life started early with the C sixty four, Sega, Nintendo, PC, then to Xbox. Um, Daisy Life started a preview on Xbox, yeah, because yeah, you know, if nobody is aware, um, Greedy Peasant is a prime person for the console community, and it's absolutely wonderful. Um, solo not knowing much and no maps except for the photo of the map on the signing game on my phone. We've all been there. <laughs> I yep, wondered and That's survived. where I started. <laughs> Hooked up with an old friend from PUBG. Started a faction called the Skinwalkers and ran official battling of a factions. Community servers came about and the faction days was put to rest. Helen, Livonia and Risk were my servers, which lasted over 18 months. Had enough admin life, and with my kids grown, it was time to fill a life goal to become a streamer, which I've been doing since January twenty first. Uh, it was that January twenty twenty one. Yeah, twenty twenty one. Right, gotcha, gotcha. My love was Daisy, and I couldn't find any on uh, Twitch that showed Daisy Xbox. So off I started. 
I often caught slack for being on console, but the servers I own had the top mods at the time. I hadn't had any problems with the game except for a few glitches, which again, we've all really been there. So I started yep. my current project to show off what console can do with the tools we have. These people have put time and money and deserve a little spotlight. Absolutely bloody right. Absolutely right. So it's, it's, it is quite interesting, you know, as you've seen, you know, you're talking about there wasn't really anybody on Twitch that was doing Daisy Xbox, which is absolutely fair. You know, there just never was anybody and, you know, you, you caught a little bit of flack. Yeah. <laughs> I, fe yeah. I feel really, really, really sorry for our console, um, console friends. Absolutely, when it comes to the streaming aspect and trying to get themselves off the ground. Um, but as there, there, is a, there isn't a big audience for it, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. So I can see here that you said also, today we have over 150 servers, each with their own channel, set in categories. I spotlight three servers weekly. We get behind the scene access to test servers and server updates, plus full tours of bases and traders. The footage I then take and post them on TikTok and YouTube to help promote the server. The Discord has access to coding tools and bots, coding help from providers, a private owner section for organizing streams, chatting about updates and current issues, either the game or Nitrado, which I imagine there's quite a lot. <laughs> yes, there is. There is. Um, it's definitely a, a very good Discord and community. Um, it, grew, it grew very slowly and then all of a sudden ex exploded, absolutely exploded. Yeah. I really can't keep up with the servers. I, I wish I could stream <laughs> all week, every week, and then I'd maybe catch up. Yes. <laughs> we know the streaming live. Oh, yes, absolutely. Hello there, uh, Lemons. Where you been? Where you been, working, boy? Been working like a hound. Oof. Got to get that grind. Way I am. Well, I am glad you're here, mate. Thanks very much for um, managing to get here. Um, really, really do yeah, appreciate no it. So you know, I I do recall you done a um you done a, a server spotlight on Lemons of Zagoria, and I did yes, take the time to watch that. Yeah, and it's really, I mean, I've said this to Lemons already. It's absolutely fantastic that we do have a lot of focus on the consoles. But what I really find fascinating is that there's always people that are absolutely pushing the limits on what you can do. Because it's all fair enough with PC, you know, there is quite a a quite a high ceiling, I guess you could say, with the possibilities with console, not so much. So 100%. having somebody there that can actually not only do these things, but show it off, let the world know about what this guy is doing, it's great. It's really, really awesome. So <clears throat> obviously, you know, you were saying that it kind of like just blew up. How How long ago was that? Um, so, uh, about five months into it, we sort of <laughs> ran with about, we bounced in and out about 40 servers. Um, mm -hmm. and of course there's a market for it because everyone wants their server advertised and they want it out there and people to know about it. Yeah. Um, and once we got a few videos out and got a bit of, um, touch base on TikTok and the social medias. Mm-hmm. Then, then it exploded from around 40 to about 100 servers. Right. It grew over that probably in about three months. And then slowly over time, it's clicked all the way up to 150. Uh, we've got servers which have uh, like multiple servers, brands. 
they can have up to seven or eight servers underneath their their little portfolio. Yeah. Usually it's one or two persons coding the whole lot, so. Bloody hell. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know where they get the time for it. No, that's, that is absolutely crazy. It, it's just, it's bloody crazy. Uh, th thank you, Dom, for putting in uh, Greedy's uh, socials in there. So I appreciate it. <clears throat> I'm just... I... <laughs> It's just, I'm just oh. mind boggled that there is somebody like such as yourself that does take all this time, all this energy um, to just show the love, just just spread the love. And, you know, you, you, like you said, you got 150 servers there, which is like <laughs> mind boggling. Absolutely. Mind -boggling. It is. It, it, it's a handful. Where it came from is uh, before I got right into Daisy, I used to play Seven Days to Die. Mm -hmm. And it in console got to a point where the community and the actual player of it um, dropped right off, so they stopped worrying about it. Plus, there was a lot mm -hmm. of background stuff with their um, with Telltale Games and stuff. But the game that I was, well, I mean, we used to follow the weekly updates, mm -hmm. get right in with the creators, and then all of a sudden, nothing. And when I moved on to DayZ, it came to that point. Uh, I remember when the the player ship dropped right off because it was they were having their hard times with their codes, trying to work out their stuff. Yeah. And I remember watching the game do that, and that was sort of some of the inspiration of trying to show off mm -hmm. console and at least get the name out there, so people just didn't think, oh, to play DayZ, I've got to have a PC. Mm -hmm. Well, you don't. You you can don't. have a console. Absolutely. You can you can pick the right servers. You can get involved in the action. Um, but, yeah, that's probably the main roots of why I kicked it off and where it's come from now. Yeah. Really and it's, cool. it cool. is really, really cool. It's absolutely wonderful. Because it's like, you know, I know there's quite a few people in the, in the, in the community that, you know, that they reject consoles. They don't think they're like true DZ players or whatever else. But I, I completely think differently. Um, I just, I'm always under the... Um, the idea that if you can play Daisy, doesn't matter how, as long as it's like a legit way, go for it. <laughs> We're all under the same branch, you know. We've I mean, there's multiple to. ways you can do it now. You can do the cloud streaming. You can, mm -hmm. you can, you can get in through PC through the consoles. Exactly. As long as the game game is populated and keeps going, it, it keeps all our fans who are heavily addicted and can't get off it. <laughs> yeah, uh, just a little fix like every day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there's always something more coming especially you know especially for the console guys and i know there's been you know some things in the past like consoles is holding the the game back absolutely not absolutely goddamn not and just as doj says true daisy players play on the phones <laughs> giga chat <laughs> that's the next step the, the phone that's the service next step. yes absolutely <laughs> i'm just but, uh, uh, i'm just baffled that you run 150 servers with people like how how does the day to day life go about that? Like how is that? How do you do that? It, like, it was it present. was rough. It was rough at the start. Um, so we we're just sort of starting off and just. I had uh, at one stage I had just a list of forty, and then I got a bit hectic and a little bit. Mm -hmm. Whose server was I doing? So we did some reorganization. Uh, put a few systems in places. Uh, we have had a few dusts up. Um, I do have probably, a, a, well, I've at least got a over 100 owners who are in a like a background chat 
of what we call the owner's lounge. Okay. Um, so there's a lot of communication behind scenes, uh, especially when it comes to updates. Uh, it works very, very well. They unite together. There's a lot of people who go, hey, this is wrong with my um, server. Does anyone know what's going on? Or Nitardo's down. Has <laughs> anyone had this problem? Um, and you can even see it where it's um, segregated by region. So if US is having problems, the US guys will pitch, pipe up and say, hey, we're having problems over here. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a wicked community. It really is. For the, the few little dust-ups we've had and having so many people who compete against each other, sort of getting and work with each other, provide help, mm -hmm. even if it's just, a, hey, this player's been a... A bit of a guess. Uh, uh, yeah, a <laughs> yeah. bit of a guess or very, or very toxic. Yes. Keep an eye out for him. They also communicate like that with each other. So That's my running of it is just basically organising the streams, chatting with the people. Mm -hmm. The community does the rest. They really involve yeah, themselves. Cool. Yeah. That's very, That's, very cool. That is, that is awesome. I, I, really, I really like that little system that you got going. Absolutely, you know, especially you know, as as Dom was saying, you know, you, he was, you know, you were quite impressed with that ma level of management, 150 servers, that that would blow my brain. <laughs> I would not be yeah, able to cool. It it does it does blow my brain. Don't get me wrong. It does get to the point where, like, mm -hmm. I've had to segregate it on. I every second yes. day I'll go through and add servers. Uh, I think we hit 154 last night, where. I just and I do it all with personally with the owners. They mm -hmm. DM me their details. I chat with them. Um, I introduce them to the community. Um, they can put their once their server channel set up. They can add pictures, discords, videos, anything they like, um, as long as the server related. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, they can advertise it daily. There's a lot of systems like that in place. And once they're ready and they're happy to say, "Hey, greedy, come across, come and have a look at my server." Yeah. Uh, they'll set a little date up and we set a time and date and we go and see them and we spend three hours with them. It's it's up to them how they show off their server. A lot of owners uh -huh. will grab me by the ear and take me around the place and show me, you know, the truck. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I can't, I can't, honestly, if they bring the bus update, that's a lot easier for me because I can stick the whole entourage with me and we can just go point to point. The, um, the, the greedy tour. Yes. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> only and, uh, here you have your stores with all the guns and only here is our pvp area <laughs> that's exactly right and it's a lot like that like you you get to a trader and it's you can see the passion in the owners who's who spent hours creating this you know um trader with all the clothes on the wall yeah. and the shelves decked out and they talk about it and you can really hear the passion that they have that they want to provide something good for their players that's awesome. and that and that and that's and that's very inspiring, mm -hmm. very inspiring, especially as a previous owner. Now, you talked about all this really cool stuff, and you do about you said three servers a weekly, right? Yeah, I'm curious. Yeah. Not I'm not curious about what servers being your favorite or anything else. What part yep. of the process of highlighting a server is your favorite? Is it talking to the owners, seeing the server, listening to the community, creating the footage? What what part of the whole process is your favorite when you do these server stuff? My my favourite part is where I get to see or visit like a faction or a settlement as they come in a lot more often these days. Mm -hmm. um, basically, a group of people who live, run, 
in a protected zone, maybe in, they, they have to provide their own defence, but it's all these people from different walks of life protecting and guarding a little area on a map in a, in a game, but they protect it and look after it like it's a million dollars to them. Nice. And the passion that comes at it, they like to talk about the, the server, they talk about the owners, they talk about the coders, and that's sometimes very inspiring because the owners themselves get to hear the feedback from the players direct because usually they're in the chat and usually they're watching the stream. Mm -hmm. So as an owner, I can imagine how wicked that would be and how good of a feeling to be able to hear that from your players. And it's not often that you get to, they get to express that to you. Yeah. That's amazing. That, 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 that is a good way to, to make sure that there is a good line of communication between the community and the owner because if that falls, then the server's not going to do too great in my experience. So it's good that there is an emphasis on that overall. It's really cool. 100%. And no, I believe you can, you can build the best servers you can. You can make it as pretty as you want. But if you don't have a community, that'll be the lifeblood of it. It's it's unfortunately it's going to pass away and die. Well, that's it exactly, and it's just there's just absolutely no point in that, and it's and it's really good that um, that you do have quite an extensive process on top of that because I think I would assume that the last thing you'd want is you know you you spend all this time and and effort you know trying to get in touch with this like a server owner you know you go on a tour you see you, you know you like what you see. And then it turns out that that server owner's not too great, and the communities, whatever. I'd imagine that would that that could um, affect yeah, you. Yeah, that, that that that's happened a few times where mm -hmm. we've gone on and um, for the actual server, and it's it may have turned out later on that some people have had bad experiences, or the servers maybe you know get a little bit toxic or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, I sort of show it on the line of. Um, try and get the positive things, and then yeah. it's up to, of course, the player to be able to make do of what uh, they have. There. Correct. A lot of time, it's the opposite way. A server that's being good gets a bad name due to maybe one or two players who hasn't yeah. had a good time on their experience. Happens so sometimes it ref it refreshes the other like other players' opinions mm -hmm. about it. So it works. It, it works both ways, I suppose. Yeah, okay. And what what would be on top of um you know Dom's question? What your favorite part is? But what what is the most difficult part about it? Oh, the difficult part. Um, it would be trying to line up, uh, the actual uh, spotlights, especially when updates come up. I, I tend to set about a month in advance. Mm -hmm. Um, then Daisy goes hi. Uh, by the way, here's one one eight. Um, yeah. So then yes. I've got then I've got a schedule a month ahead, and I've got servers who now need to, especially like um, role play servers who have a vast area of mods and stuff on their server, mm -hmm. not just a quick chuck some guns in and let it roll. Yeah. So then I have to reschedule um, streams to be able to fit them in, <laughs> give the guys a week to be able to do their thing. Yeah. And then of course. Of course, the update has their own dramas. I always say there's, it won't be right to the second hotfix. Yes. Um, so, you know, yeah, that's probably the hardest problem. When, when the updates hit and everything sort of goes a bit topsy-turvy. Yeah. 
See, that's, um, I wouldn't say that's a surprise considering, you know, Domp and I, you know, we're modders and, you know, we're, we're quite affected by each and every single coming update and I know server owners can be as well. But I didn't expect that for the console side. I thought it would have been relatively streamlined considering, um, you know, you guys don't typically have, you know, the mods that we do. So... That's a genuine surprise. Okay. Yeah, well, the thing is, is, it's more of the fact of, like the last update, we got two, I think it was about 250 new items released. Yes, the static objects, yeah. That, that's like sitting in a room with, with like, that's doubling your toys. So, <laughs> yes. you know, traders, trader bases got reworked. I mean, that as soon as they found out what they could use uh, on the first um, preview of the, of the update, People are already building. People are already putting stuff in. When the update dropped on, uh, eventually, people already had pre stuff pre-built. And yeah. because of the files weren't completely right, people had some issues there. But yes, for right us, it's like yeah. for, we're desperate for new toys. So <laughs> when it comes in, everybody's just straight into it for the first week. Everyone's head down. They're, they're changing stuff. They want people to test out, look at, see the new stuff. Because it's also an attractant. Yeah. Um, come and see the, the new stuff in one one eight. You know, you see these traders are no longer just castle walls. They got moving gates and yes. You know, they've got they've got all the nice stuff. There's long grass now. Uh, some servers are running deep grass, so you go across into um, some of the military bases and they've double lake grass. So the whole military base is under. It, it looks like it's grown over, but you've now just got a hive of gilly areas for them just to lay down and just wait for their prey. Just utter chaos, just lying and wait. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but for us, it's just like, if you see Cami in uh, Project Lemon server, it's just, mm. an, it's you can see the shell of it, but it's just a brand new place. Yeah. No, I, I was, because um, I know Lemon's, you know, he's he showed us quite a few uh, bits and bobs here, there and everywhere um, about the stuff that he, you know, that he's worked on. And I know that's when 118 came out it was pretty much an overhaul and i was i'm still surprised in how much you were able to to change considering um but i i can imagine obviously with that it's really expanded what the console community can do and also expand kind of like their imagination like that they don't have to in a way, they don't have to like kind of improvise with what they had before, but they're able to completely do brand new things with these new objects that they have that they may not have even been able to do the last set, which is, I think, really like impressive. I think it really is. Yeah, and the the other thing with them is they because we we use like you guys, we use Daisy Editor, so mm. we get to see the variety of toys that PC get to play with. Yes. So it's, it's it's like sitting in the corner with like half a dozen toys and there's all these mad toys on the shelves that you can't actually <laughs> touch with and someone comes You're across and says, enough. okay, that's it. You can play with these ones now. Here you go. <laughs> Try these ones. They're a little broken, but you'll figure it out. <laughs> it's fine. What could possibly yeah. go wrong? It's fine. That's it. After Hotfix <laughs> 2, they're usually pretty straightened out and everything's streamlined and everything carries on for another couple of months and then we go again. Yeah, there you go, exactly. But, um, no, it's it's absolutely fantastic. It's really, really, really cool that there is finally a dedicated spot for all of this. 
because um, there are a few places on the PC community that we have something like this, you know, and we try a little bit to do that as well, you know, try and showcase and, um, and whatnot. But what you have is a completely different tier altogether. And, yeah, I do. I, I do have good staff. But I do have good staff of uh, mm -hmm. one, my my head guy who does all the Carlbot uh, coding and stuff like that. Um, Daisy Madness Teabag. Mm -hmm. If I didn't have him and all the little set routines he has to make things easier, so I'm not clicking and pacing, I yeah. I don't think I'd have it so organised. Hundred percent. Well, that's it. I've I've been seeing quite a few people in chat who's been singing your praises as well as the team there. So you're definitely doing a yeah. good job there. I mean, it's it's the community that really deserves the light because, I mean, it's like putting up with you know a hundred people that you don't really not that you don't like, but you you're fighting mm -hmm. against, but you still got to make the peace. Well, that's it. I mean, oh, at, the, at, yeah. at the end at the end of the day, we're like like I said before, we're all under the same umbrella, and we all have different ways to to play the game. We all have different kind of like styles of server that we all enjoy and whatnot. Um, so it all makes sense that, you know, even if you don't agree with the particular way that a server is is ran, as long as it's not breaking any, you know, TOS from BI side, then there is nothing wrong with being, you know what, I might not agree with what how you're running it, but I'd be more than happy to showcase it off anyway. You know, apart from obviously, like, you know, admin abuse and whatever else. hundred percent. And, and that's yeah. the that's the hard one to try and dodge around. Yes. Yeah, that's the hard imagine. one to sort of dodge around. Mm -hmm. A, a very, imagine, yeah, a very impartial look at it is probably the best. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it, anything that sort of is flagged on the community, and I've got, over the time I've built a network of um, people in the community who, you know, as a server kicks off and they start to that, you get the whispers that come through my DMs and say, hey, this is what's going on, this is what's going on. And I, I have a rule where there's no drama, no mm -hmm. server drama in the Discord. So if you've got a beef with Bob, uh, yeah. just because you've got access with, to him here doesn't mean you bring it here. Well, that's uh, it, yeah. Smart. There's, all, there's yeah. always a time and place for it. And out in the open, out in public for any kind of drama is just, it's just pointless, in my opinion. Um, yeah, correct. So it's, it's good that, you, you, you know, you put your foot down and I'll be like, oi, Shut your shit, bugger off somewhere yep. else, essentially. Pretty much. We have, there's a little pitchfork that comes up and it says no server dramas in this server. This place is for, you know, building a better community. If you, if you yep. don't want to be here, just simply leave. It's as easy well, as it. that. Simple. Um, exactly. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's sometimes it can be like diff, um, looking after five-year-olds, but <laughs> you get the you get the odd person that comes in and wants to make get their little bit of attention, but as I said, when you got when you got an admin team that sort of they pick up on it pretty straight away. I mean, there's there's so many bots in the background mm -hmm. that are saying, "Hey, this person's account's been you know open for ten minutes." Yeah, so have a keep an eye on him. It flashes straight up to say so. I mean, oh, without yeah. the bots and um, yeah, we wouldn't be able to manage it as well as we do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, X Warden X just said, "I'm not that bad to babysit greedy." <laughs> he's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a warden. How can he be so bad? Yeah, yeah he, he's another one. He's a, a part of the console cult. That's like a little mm. uh, streaming community yes, we do. I see here. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm actually going to read this out here because yeah, um, because you did put something here for it. So, uh, the console cult. 
a network of console players and streamers who game together on a variety of games, a lot of parents and working style members, a place to share content and find squads, talk about streaming and tech, or a place to show off a little about you. Massive support of each other, we have brought a lot of streamers to affiliate, but have also bring a lot of people together who are now friends. And you said here your uh, current streamer goal is 1k on TikTok, Twitch and YouTube. You've achieved it already on TikTok and um, recently on Twitch with YouTube well on its way. Well, fucking fingers crossed, man. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. <laughs> thank, you thank you. Yep, just got to keep on the grind. <laughs> well, that's it, you know. Absolutely got to, to, got to, got to keep on got to keep on the grid how how close are you now on youtube uh we i think we hit uh 480 so we're, gonna, we're halfway nice. there but nice. that's been my primary um uh, look at it so i'm looking more at it at the moment trying to develop those videos and post them at the right time and get the algorithm and yeah that's that's the tough yeah. part right yeah but folks, there is his youtube link click on it and give him a follow if you like your console content this guy does yeah, a lot of amazing it. work do it. Appreciate it. But yeah, the uh, <laughs> the console cult the console cult started in uh, DayZ itself. Mm-hmm. A couple of streamers that sort of got together and ran with each other. Um, Smiley's got a gun. The warden. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate flash. And then it built from there. It started into a Discord and and just grew. Uh, we basically yeah just grew. We basically said to listen. There's no admins here. There's no nothing. Just you know. Don't be nice. don't be gooses. Yeah, there's a couple of monitors, but if you want this up, then let us know. We'll put it up. So, or mm-hmm. they sort of opened up, you know, with all the lifestyle stuff. I think there's twenty odd games that people roll on, um, all on console. There's uh, there's got to be at least forty streamers in there from all all varieties of the games that sort of link together. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a little it's a cool little community, and they just link up. Someone will come along. We'll play with them. Uh, we'll see a streamer who comes in that want to help the community will get together. Uh, there's no, you know, you must do this or you must do that. If you want to go see him and help him out, that's up to you. It, it's very relaxed. It's very chilled. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like it's that. really good that you, you do have that. Absolutely. And I, I know, at least in my, in my, in my experience, you will just love nothing more, especially, you know, you, you've been to work all day. You come, you come home you get on and you know it's just going to be absolutely chill you know you're going to be there's not going to be no issues you're just going to be able to hop on plod on that's it know the know the people you're jumping on you know there's and there's no um there's no hassle about it you can have a laugh especially if you know who you're jumping on with you can say hey i'm coming in for a, a chill run anyone keen and people don't care they'll sit around the well for half an hour chatting away yeah getting killed by you know the next random freshie that comes through, but there's no big fuss on it. Otherwise, some people get right in and surf the leaderboards of, you know, Jeebus kill feeds and the Laws kill yeah. feed. Yeah, so it's good. It's it's really good. And with with everything that you've um that you've done, what would you say is the most kind of like popular kind of um server that you've that you've had? Like in terms of like. Is it mainly PvP orientated PvE or is it RP? What kind is like the most popular type? So basically the the top three that I find is the most popular is your deathmatch servers. Mm-hmm. So your people who want to just jump on, grab a gun, sh- shoot someone, r- rinse and repeat. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Um, your role play service. So, you know, people that want to get in and either become a character and maybe even act out a character or find a server where they can become part of community. They don't have to be on every day. Their area can be safe. They can have a house. They can have a bit of interaction with people and they can go on about a Daisy world and go off and explore that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one would be uh, like a full map KOS with rules. So nice. uh, a, a, a map that's basically kill on site over most of the area, but they may have like a trader, a safe zone, a black market. That's probably the, the top three types of servers that are on console. Right. In out of the community wise. Mm-hmm. That's what that's yeah. that's that's quite nice actually. That is quite nice. I know I know um I've dabbled with RP communities obviously on PC in the past and you know you know, after some time it gets a little bit it gets a little bit boring. So it's actually quite awesome to see that um that's quite a thing, quite a big thing on the console side, which is great. <laughs> it's really, yeah, really awesome. Yeah, well, there is quite a few servers, and a lot of st- servers, I mean, there's one that I play on. Um, mm-hmm. I, I'm a Dungeons & Dragons player. I'm a nerd to the maximum. Um, so when it comes to RP, I like to see how other people ride their characters, mm-hmm. and I'll even, I'll even test people when it comes to uh playing their characters so uh when i did a, a review on role players oasis the season before that we had a little incident where uh one of my bodyguards actually shot up somebody who wasn't so the next time we reviewed the server they put a bounty on my head to say i was uh enemy of the state <laughs> so the, yeah so the entire server had to track me down now because of the time had passed no one actually knew what I looked like, and they had to sort of investigate me. But there was a tracker on me. They had a a bounty on me, so they could track me mm-hmm. every five minutes. It would ping my location. But uh-huh. <laughs> watching people, I wasn't one to run away. If someone come up to me, I would say, hey, what's the go? You know, blah, blah, blah. Because they couldn't say, hey, I know it's you. I've got you. They had to develop the story and yes, understand they how to. they knew you. That's correct. <laughs> so that, that's one of the fascinations that I find with role play servers. Yeah. And that's why I think they get that that little bit of spice on console because it's it's a new world. You know, you've got to have that trader and you've got to have that police officer that's patrolling the what do you call it and people want to play it. Mm-hmm. And people should be able to play it. You know, there shouldn't be yeah, any limits 100%. to what you can do in terms of that. The deathmatch servers, I kind of expected. <laughs> yeah, 100%. You know, it's, it's a very... It's a, to me, you know, it's a very um, simple way to to do something, you know, in terms of, like, if you've got a server idea, it's a deathmatch server. Easy enough to do. Um, 100%. A lot of the uh, deathmatch servers are actually going to, uh, like, a themed server. There's a lot of them popping up on console. I like that. So, uh, yeah. Like Conquest, but also, like, uh, there's, a, there's a couple of servers like uh, Last Day's E-Mods 357, Ways to oh, Die. Okay. It's 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 built up in the ski resort in Cherno, but all it is is cowboy stuff, um, revolvers, repeater carbines, and sawed-off mm-hmm. shotguns. And you think, well, that's only three weapons. That's not going to get very exciting. When that wow. when, when that server <laughs> is is sitting at full pop, it just because you've only got the three guns, 
Yeah. People are just going absolutely nuts. Little areas get popped up that, you know, four or five people take and then everyone's tr trying to take that. But they've got like cops and robbers, uh, a pirate's one where it's on mm -hmm. a pirate, like they've made a pirate ship. Yeah. There's, yeah, the theme death matches, I think, uh, are my personal favourite. Nice. It's definitely Very a good, nice. unique perspective. That's really, really awesome. It definitely is. So, yeah, uh... Go. Think about all those kind of guns and that kind of stuff. What's your favorite gun to rock? Are you a lover of all the guns, or is there one that you you just ace? Uh, most most uh, owners know this in the uh, in in the in, the, uh, in my Discord, but a Mosin, a Mosin man from way back. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Give give me a bold action. I'll even take you. I'm even game enough to take an auto versus a Mosin. Nice. Yeah, it, it's one of my favorites, and and. Some owners will cater to my flavors. So there's some, <laughs> some, I'll go into a deathmatch server and they'll say, Hey, Greedy, have a look at this. And then you'll go up into a little spot and there's a Mosin sitting on the wall with a box of ammo <laughs> nicely sat there. Oop, thank you very much. Appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nice. Great. Eh, Lord. Yeah, the Mosin's, uh, it's so good. It's a really, really fantastic. I'm not surprised you like it. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, just, why you say and just, that warden guy is uh, a problem. He says the Mosin is trash. Yeah, he, he loves He's a Tundra guy. So that's yeah. why we work well together. He finds a Mosin and throws it in the bin and I pick it up. <laughs> and vice versa. Well, there you go. <laughs> it all works out in the end. It all works yeah. out in the end. That's correct. <laughs> Lemons, uh, you've, been, you've been rather quiet. You all right there, mate? Yeah. Yeah. He's soaking yeah. it in. He's just. I'm sorry, just, I'm soaking it in. Yeah. He's just taking it in. <laughs> uh, I'm working off of uh, four hours of sleep right now. Oh, bless you, mate. If, <laughs> if, if you want, yeah. if you if We're you want to if you want to get some sleep, mate, there's no problem at all with that. No, it's good. Are you sure? Oh no, it's okay. Yeah. Okay. Just just want to make sure you're gonna be okay. Yeah. Now, now you must stay. You ha you're not allowed to leave. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 I'm bound by blood. By console blood. <laughs> by console yeah. blood, yeah. <laughs> so, obviously, going back to you know, with, with how many servers that are under under Ewing, obviously the only kind of server provider there is Nitrado. I'd love to hear yeah. your thoughts on that service. Um, being a user of it myself, it's painful. <laughs> it, it has been painful. Um. We get we get a lot of things where we get caught in server loops. Mm -hmm. um, I, I've had streams where a, where a server restarts and that's the last time you see see it for three days. Um, I've seen servers die because this the the service isn't up to scratch. The server themselves goes down and mm -hmm. it goes down for a period of time that their community leaves. That, that, mm. And they're not sure what's going on, or um, me myself, I've used it. I have no problems with coding it. I've had my servers caught in loops. Mm -hmm. I think we, I think with that service, we've got no option. Yes. So we just have to grunt it. Mm -hmm. And even to the point where some of our guys, uh, you've had um, Half Goblin on the show before. Yes. He, he is a master with trying to unstick servers mm -hmm. he is an absolute master he's i don't know how he does it. he was to say give me your log files and i'll tell you what's wrong with it 
because we've have to we have to troubleshoot it. Yeah. There's unless either that or you send a ticket and if it's a real busy section because X, Y and Z, then you wait in a week. And that's just that's just not good at all. That's that's it's not good enough. And, and sure they credit you back your little week's worth, but how do you credit back a, a growing server or a server that's just kicked off and say, Hey, all this publication, come and see my server, but every time it resets it takes two hours for it to come back online. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. can't give you new players, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> like a business you lost all your customers essentially at that point well that's a hundred percent but it's like when you own the majority who else do you go we can't have a standalone server so you just have to put up and grind it it's like well mm-hmm. okay i'm gonna go back to the same people and try and fingers crossed my servers okay I, I mean i know myself when i have my server you worry about it yeah because you put all this time and effort into it building a community advertising and then all of a sudden your server's off for four hours, your Discord's getting pumped and you're asleep. It's just, yeah, it's it's completely, it is completely nerve-wracking. Um, it, yeah, if we had a relationship comp- with Nitrato, I think it's safe mm. to say. <laughs> yes. So much bad, but we keep coming back. That's 100%. <laughs> There's nothing, and that's the problem. It's like, yes, I love Daisy. I have no opportunity to do anything else. I'm just going to... Just grunt it and get on with it. And well, as a, yeah, I, I've seen a lot of people. It's, it's heartbreaking sometimes when people that their like that their work just collapses because of mm-hmm. a provider they can do nothing about. Yeah, yeah, it's it's definitely very very hard work. I mean, I've heard a lot of nightmare stories. About Nitrado, and uh, you know, Lemons has talked about Nitrado quite, you know, quite a number of times before. I've had people on the on the show that's talked about Nitrado, and it just, it just, um, it's sad to see, because I know that a lot of community members would absolutely love a different provider, but I'm still struggling to see why Daisy still hasn't gone with a different provider or even offered another provider. Because that's that's the one thing that's like you know with the PC community is that there's choice. There's a lot of choice of different kind of providers depending on the kind of server you want to run, um, right. and, there's, and there's different costs. So why why doesn't the console community have the same respect in that regard? If you know what I mean. A hundred percent, and that's part of the limitations. I suppose that also dampen the console side of it mm-hmm. because I can't. Uh, if I'm an expert computer, I've got two PCs here, one's, one standalone for a server. Why can't I host my own server? Yeah. Why can't we just tap it directly into it? Because uh, the guys, uh, a lot of the owners will say, listen, I'll, I'll pay I'll pay our $200, $300 as long as you can guarantee that my server is going to run at the highest performance, mm-hmm. it's going to run all the time, and I don't have to worry about it. Yeah. Being it's able not about just... the cost, it's about a reliable service that actually mm-hmm. provides what, what it needs to. Well, that's and I it. think competition would definitely kick them in the butt. And yeah. competition is always, always good. Um, you know, there's always competition for the PC community, just that just their servers in general, but their server providers, you know, people always go to say, I'll go to OVH and that, and that's the most well-known. But it is one of the most expensive, so a lot of server owners... 
they don't want to be going for the most expensive. They want to be going for like kind of like budget, but isn't terrible. And from what I've been hearing from Nitrado, it's you're paying quite a bit for the service, but it's still not very good. So hundred percent, hundred percent. It isn't. It, there's actually a a thing with uh, console servers that you want to once you go above thirty two slots. Mm-hmm it starts to affect the server. So you go to 50 and 70, that player load, mm-hmm. just especially with mods, you start getting affected areas, start getting um, lag spike zones where you're driving along and all of a sudden it hits the same spot every time it loads in that little area and it freezes for half a second. Mm-hmm. Next minute you're halfway down the road in the bush and your car's wrecked. Yeah. Yeah, it's and that's, just... And that's all because the server just can't load 30 chunks for 30 players. Yeah. And it's... It is an absolute shame. I, I do... I mean, I know, you know, we've we've talked about, you know, why um, on the previous on the show, why days of one choose another provider or offer, and it purely is because of money. But at the same yeah, time, cost. it's like... Yeah, and it, it, is, it is always going to be... Always going to be cost. But... How much money are they ultimately losing because of this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, I hate to be on their help desk. (laughs) I would hate to be on their help desk. You would have to pay me quite a lot. Oh, yes, absolutely. See, that's the thing. It's like, you know, people who are on the help desk and that, they they probably get a lot of crap thrown at them. And it's not their fault. You know, they're just being, they're just doing what they're told to do and everything else. I'm just, I'm just trying to, I'm just struggling to... I wouldn't say accept it, but I just don't understand why DayZ doesn't let console server owners have the ability to run their own dedicated machine, like their own dedicated server. Like a lot of console server owners, they'll ov- they'll obviously have a PC, and if they've got a pretty good PC, then I don't see why they can't run an, a console server on that machine. And let the and let people use it. Let people play on it. You know, have that option. A hundred percent. They 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 run the editor on it. They build the server themselves. They nine times out of ten they'll test the server on the PC. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much all the way there. There's no, I, exactly. I, I can't and understand it. I, pe- I would say it's a big do, business thing. Yeah, because people do it on, on like PC community anyway. It's like you know modders they they run a local server they test it on their local machine so it's like you know people do that people buy a second pc to you know to mitigate the costs and to run a server from there people buy dedicated machines people obviously go with like ovh and you know dedicated um server um hosters but i'm just you know with with how far console has come it's just a shame that they're getting pulled back by that, by by the neck, you know. What yeah, it's it. definitely like that. It's definitely yeah. the the ball and chain that one of the balls and chains that mm-hmm. holds us back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, one of the definitely. things I wonder about is kind of like Lemons has touched about this before. Is that console? Uh, maybe Daisy's not one hundred percent to blame for this, or even Nitrado. But what if it's the Xbox servers themselves, as well as PlayStation? Where they're all like the licensing, yeah, yeah. yeah the, there is a lot of issues with that at the moment. Control over their servers because 
there are things that you can do into the code. Like one of the reasons I think Lemons put it pointed out that you don't have ex access to the init.c on console is because you can technically inject code into people's um, uh, Xboxes as they join. And maybe that's some things they have to consider security-wise. Yeah, well, I think when if you, if you know you're on those files, you could do so many malicious things with it too. You know, and mm -hmm. especially in the past um, with Sony and with PlayStation, they've had stuff like that happen. Not necessarily yeah, like with AZ, but they've had very bad things happen in the past. So I think it's just they have a sour taste in their mouth and they don't want to risk however yeah. happening again. I would say this does not excuse DayZ from allowing more than just Nitrado to rent xbox and playstation servers like lad said competition is a good thing and Nitrado having a monopoly on daisy servers for playstation and xbox is at this point just silly yeah it is yeah, absolutely correct. Correct. as as scale uh, as speeder says here playstation xbox won't risk the chance of a backdoor being created to correct the drm on their machines understandable that's completely yeah. that's completely fair as we just touched on that so have the options let server owners have the options to choose who they want to go with you're starting out a server get nitrado you get more players fantastic start to go with a different provider and just level it up and you know if you if you're just running a small little community with a small server nitrado is probably going to be your best bet but if you want to really reach for the skies or whatever else and you really are getting popular Go somewhere else, but right now, you can't, and that needs to change. I think that needs to change. And again, I don't play console; I don't have one. I know people's being like, "Lad, you should get one," but it's like, it's it's just an absolute faff on. So if if we can see it, then it's like, what the, what what is going on? But yeah, maybe 100%. there's just something going on behind the scenes that obviously we don't know about. And. Um, yeah. Maybe I also the think the, the latest update where they've taken away um, our ability to on stream here, like game chat, and mm. when you're in party, you can't hear game chat. So if you're in a party with three people walking down the road and a freshie comes up to you, mm -hmm. you can't, and they're talking, they, you can't even see, you can't hear it, no one can out of your party. And we all know the lot, the word, the word of Daisy, no mic, no life. Yeah, yeah. So, um, a lot of the streamers like myself, um, and a lot of the content streamers for TikTok and YouTube are finding it difficult now because we rely on, we don't rely on it, but it's a big part of our content when you. Well, that's it. Yeah. You, you're in a base. You're knuckled down. Someone's on the outside, and the banner begins. You know, yeah. I mean, you, you, you're having a yarn, you're talking to people, especially when we play uh, on the event server of Day Dot. Um, I run a streamer event server where we just have an event every week and everyone comes along. There's no commitment. There's no nothing. Um, and we know each other well, so we'll give it to each other. We'll, um, there's our friendly rivalries. But now when you go back to your VOD, all that, all that entertainment and all that mm -hmm. content has gone. It's just you talking to yourself, yeah, and then laughing. Oh uh, yeah, I have two questions though. Yeah. Uh, first question: This is only affecting Xbox, right? Or is this now PlayStation as well? I haven't heard um, if it's affecting uh, PlayStation, but yeah, all of Xbox. Every every uh, streamer that I know looks like they're going to have to basically capture their stream and port it out to be able to capture the the game chat mm -hmm. okay and then also uh 
is uh, do you capture your game using the Xbox application or do you like a capture card? How do you do it? And does it still affect like the exterior capture card as well? Yeah, so it still affects me. I use uh, Go Lightstreams, which is like a uh, like a streaming service that was built for mm-hmm. console. Uh, okay. Basically, allows to put all my overlays and things like that on a, on a simple and easy way to do it. But it 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 all of a sudden just stopped. Doesn't capture okay. anything. Doesn't capture anything. They've worked out a way where you need to get a capture card, and and basically capture the footage and then claim that footage back. But it still won't put the game chat onto your stream. So you still won't be able to. You can't actually fix it. You can just basically what you're doing is you're capturing the 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 game itself, mm-hmm. and then later on you're using that to produce your clips and all your content. Yeah, and it looks like that's where most of us are having a go. It's still, it once again in our community of uh, the console cult, people mm-hmm. are trying different things to be able to get it going and and try and work a workaround so we can at least have that that content. Yeah, okay. And, and you said that seen... this. Sorry, go on, Tom. Okay, well, I was gonna say I have seen a petition going around. Has that petition got any traction? Has anybody from like Xbox or anybody else like officially been like actually aware of it or even mentioned anything about it? Well, it, they have. They've, they've released a, a little statement saying uh, they're not looking at it because they didn't actually break anything. They fixed it. So yeah, it's basically a glitch that's that's been there for a while, and we're not actually supposed to be able to do it. And they basically. They basically saw that they they must have either had complaints about people uh, logging onto servers and you know copping someone over the PA just going hell for leather, um, or uh, someone in chats or someone's bit talking chats because uh, it all of a sudden just switched off and they were aware of it, but it's actually they didn't break anything they fixed it. Yeah. that's how it's supposed to be for Xbox guidelines. Fucking <coughs> <coughs> <Okay>, hell. <coughs> Shit, <laughs> yeah, because um, I read on that um, I've run out. Of yeah, that's that, that's how the console community is about it now. <clears throat> we're we're choking on it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling it so much it's actually oh, physically affecting me. It, it's that's painful. the thing. Yeah, because I I, re- I read on that um, I believe earlier this week while I, while I was where I like caught a little bit of snippet, and um, somebody in the feedback tracker said I think it was Geese. <clears throat> Who said that um, it it was a bug um, initially and they fixed it, and it's like that is such a it's kind of like a double edged sword. Yeah, great, you fixed a bug, but did this bug need to be fixed? Like this was so beneficial to the community, but unfortunately, it is a requirement. It's like one of the things that a they need to do in order to keep on Microsoft's good side, and it's like correct. I'm pre- I can and, I can and only Billy's imagine. Billy's got a lot of power, <clears throat> and that's it. It's like I can only imagine that the team was completely aware of it for a long while. Because if this has been going on since what Daisy first came to Xbox, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I've been able to do it, and here, uh, well, for the whole entire I've been streaming. I don't know if it was it was previous before that you couldn't do it, mm-hmm. but since I've been streaming and clipping clips and things like that. <clears throat> Yeah, it's been it's been just the norm. Wow. Ah, that is a shame. That is an absolute shame. 
Well, fuck. <laughs> the console community again. Oh, absolutely. You, you, as I said, know. they're looking at workarounds, buyer and, you know, mm-hmm. a mic in through your, an outlet of your TV into your mic and uh, so they're amazing. The tech people are just going crazy. If, if you say we can't do it, <laughs> we, we're going to do bitch. it. That's what, that's a console <laughs> model, I think. Yeah. And that's the thing, is, is, is that Daisy Hub just said, we've got to deal with people's PSNs popping up at the top of the screen too whenever someone speaks. That I've never liked. I just think that's absolutely ridiculous. Yep. Like, oh, it's just... uh, I think I think PlayStation have that when you speak around in their little yeah. thing. Xbox doesn't have that. No, which is which is weird. Which is, which is a good thing. I, I really like the point that you don't know who's speaking. Well, that, well, that, there is well, a reason, it. though, behind that, though. Do tell. Because it has to do with PlayStation's um, strict privacy policy, and it's required yes. with a lot of their games, because when you have to report a player, if they're, like, harassing over the voice and stuff like that, or using any bad language and stuff like that, they want to have proper identification. Yeah. So that if they're submitting a report to PlayStation, they can say, it was this guy, and you can see there's his name. <laughs> yeah, true. So you can not, just clip it and say there's his name coming up. Yeah. Yeah. Daisy wouldn't have been able to publish the game if they didn't do that, ultimately. So it was something that was just required on their part to do, make it out there to the market. So. Mm. And if it is a, a legal term or a T's and C's, there's, there's a way around it. You should be able to, you know, log into a server. Uh, everyone in the server is completely muted. As you can do, as you could do now, you could, I mean, if there was someone over the mic and we were on a death match, you could just quickly go into online. Click mute until it stopped talking and then rule that person out. Now, yeah. if you could do it reverse and everybody was muted and you could just have your friends or the people you knew that were safe mm-hmm. and it was up to you to then take the risk on Twitch yeah. and then if, if that's the case, if you broke the violation, you broke the violation and you take that risk. But to be just not have the option at all, yeah, it's, it's, it's probably going to really push weird. a lot of people to PC. It'll probably push a lot of console streamers to PC. Because and if it, you're going to get a rig has... to be able to stream like that, mm-hmm. you might as well play it. Well, that's it. Yeah. And that's that's the thing. I've seen quite a few people who have jumped ship from console to PC, both players and streamers. And it is a shame because it's like, I, I even though I don't, again, I don't play console, I do have a fascination with like how you guys can actually you know not only play the game but to do anything that you guys can do you know both modding server side everything like that it's really really impressive but again it just seems like all these little kind of little things that they they mount up they pile on and it just doesn't seem like it makes the experience great but you make the best of it which is equally fantastic you know yeah well i think a lot of the thing is people who start on console you find a little click mm-hmm. and i think a lot of the community is what keeps a lot of the dedicated console players in check mm-hmm. and also there's a market for servers yeah. so if you're an owner and try and go to pc there's a lot of pc servers that are heavily established like if yeah. uh you know i could probably name a half a dozen pc servers and i've never played them it's just that you've seen it in the content and it gets through. Whereas if you want to make yourself known in and get your server out and you're a console player, you now have a opportunity to to make a name for your server. 
because no other, no names are around that know about it. And there are servers that are out there that are, are heavily well known, and people go, "Oh yeah, I know this server." Yeah. Um, and some of the kill feeds actually have leaderboards for server kills, mm-hmm. and the the owners will compete against each other for how many kills are on their server. So therefore, you're creating a uh, a production a kill. I guess there's a, a a kill factory, basically. You've got yeah. owners trying to compete for number one, but then they're <laughs> encouraging their players. And and you see, you see them doing giveaways for the most kills for the month. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and lots of things like that. So, and do you do you think that there will be um, more of a focus to make more to make the console experience more more pleasant? Because I know with um, the last gen consoles, it's quite tough to play. But obviously, on like the Xbox Series X and PlayStation Five, it's very smooth. Do you think they're actually trying to make more of a focus to optimize that a bit better? Yeah, and and a lot of the it actually has created two markets in the community service for DayZ mm-hmm. Xbox. Uh, there are servers that will actually build their servers dedicated to OG boxes mm-hmm. because the servers that haven't done that have only taken across the people with the new consoles, the Xbox Series yeah. X and the S's, because the other guys lag out. Uh, whether they'll provide some sort of booster for those guys, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I think they'll step away from the OGs and leave them in the dirt, and you'll have to get your own console to be able, or your own new series console to be able to sustain. Mm-hmm your experience on DayZ, as every natural growth in gaming is. I mean, we all started, you know, way back in the day. Um, yeah. Kicking back on little consoles. I mean, so I think it's just a natural progression that they'll slowly render out all the old ones and say, well, we can't support the old ones anymore. We apologise, but you're going to have to upgrade. And that's it. I was – somebody um... – B was just saying in chat saying they need to cut all gen consoles out completely, and you know there's 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 obviously divisive kind of kind of opinion because it's like you know we're still kind of like in the chip shortage and whatnot and consoles that they are easier to get now but obviously the costs are still a bit oof. But do you? I mean, obviously you just said what you said, but do you think ultimately for the console community? to start to improve like even more and to completely get out of that do you think they will have to completely just gut all generation be like look we're not developing for this anymore this is it it's only going to be for new generations and how do you think they'll do it if if they will I think it'll come to a point where they'll keep their especially in DayZ they'll keep their um, public servers <laughs> as OG friendly as possible. Mm-hmm. Their player base is a lot of uh, Game Pass. And yes. you do get that younger generation from anywhere from... Oh, you, you, sometimes you don't even know how young these kids are. You <laughs> hear them jump on the mic, jump on the mic, and you think, how old are you and where are your parents? Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, so I, th- I think they look at it a lot as it's a numbers game. Yeah. So you're going to have those kids that have the OG Xbox and hand down from, you know, dad, because he's now upgraded to the X. Yeah. Um, and trying to keep that player base, they'll keep the 
the public the public server is pretty much OG and as less hammered as possible, but the the community will just you won't be able to play it on an OG. Mm-hmm. It'll come to the point where there's too many too many toys, too many gadgets, too many new updates, too many new things. I mean, I don't know how an OG is going to be able to drive a bus with five or six people down the main road of the, the coastal be, road. That would be quite and interesting, yeah. 100%. Hitting Electro or hitting, you know, at the top of the map, um, I, I don't know how that's going to go. I really mm. think that'll be just a point where you just can't do it. No. Yeah. Do you, I, I mean, I, I think if they do decide to start the process to cut them off... I think they should do, if they not don't already, is to have to do diff- two different server types. Like you got your your OG servers, which are specifically catered for those who have the older generation of consoles, and then you have the newer ones. Then server owners can decide when they want to open a server with Tetrado, um, which type they're going to go with. Like, are you going for an Xbox Series X server? or S or or G same with PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 and then what they can do is they can most likely update the game with you know adding new features to the series X and S servers and the bug fixes and then say to people we're going to keep these servers open there's going to be a couple of bug fixes come but no new additions we'll keep them open for a couple of years and then we'll close them completely. Give people enough time to start to phase out. But even then, it's like... It wasn't until, what, last year? Or the year before, uh, Microsoft decided to close down the Halo 3 servers and Halo Reach servers. And that game's been going on for, like, over a decade. I'm not saying that's... I'm not saying BI will end up doing that. But it would be something interesting for them to consider... Even though they're bringing out new tech, they're bringing out new, 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 new everything. They still have support for those people who enjoy the OG experience. Mm, also, I think it's once the price of Xbox consoles come down, mm-hmm. like uh, like I bought mine a little while ago, but it cost it cost me uh, nearly a thousand dollars Australian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh. the, if you're gonna if you're gonna purchase that. You add another five hundred bucks there. You don't need your console. You're straight mm-hmm. on the PC. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So I've been so... thinking about this because we've been talking about this like for the past like couple of episodes, right? About moving from older gen consoles to newer gen consoles. My ultimate question is: Does is Daisy even actually developing for the old gen consoles? So you, you consider a older piece of PC hardware, right? And you consider Daisy right now on PC. It would be silly for us to say that BI is developing for um, for a console that's um, or PC that's over eight years old, right? They'd be developing for the newer stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But yep. my ultimate question here is: Is Daisy's console version even factoring in older console hardware, or are they just progressing along at the standard that they always have? And yeah. Uh, if that's true, then what happens is the older gen will start to fall further and further behind because of the FPS lag and other issues, mm-hmm. right? And it's not BI purposely going, we hate you, to the OG consoles. It's going, unfortunately, 
we were able to do more things with the new gen consoles because they came out. And it's not yeah. necessarily that the game is more demanding on their hardware. It's that, like you said, they're adding more features. So I'm not sure if this would be a like big thing for people. Like people can still keep trying to play and they're not going to separate OG from new consoles. It's just going to be eventually people are going to start to realize that Daisy just doesn't run well on their consoles anymore like mm -hmm. they used to and that the newer gen consoles are superior, which they already are. But uh, like a hundredfold, it's a di if it's it's yeah. a different game between the two. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of people have this misconception in their head that DayZ is now developing only for new gen consoles, and OG consoles are being left behind. But that's not the case. They're, they yeah. haven't changed how they develop their game. They're just continuing to develop. And as things go along, it's going to become a older and older, outdated machine. It's yeah. the same with any kind of online multiplayer thing. Uh, look at Rust uh, when it first came out. I could I could have ran it on my PC that was like well over twelve years old. If I tried to do it now, it wouldn't even boot up. <laughs> well, that's it. Right, and that's and that's yeah, one 100%. of the things. And as scale speeder says here, should they separate uh, PC servers for low performance? I'll read that again. Sorry, should they separate out PC servers for low performance PCs? Which is an interesting kind of take on top of what we were just saying before. Um, I mean, yeah, with PC. Yeah, um, and then um, he said Game Pass, uh, and then Chris uh, Tudball says Game Pass Cloud could be the place to go if you have an OG and real good internet. And uh, Skill Speeder responded to that, saying that Chris makes an excellent point. Game Pass Ultimate and OG Xbox Ones allows you to play next-gen hardware via streaming, and it works very, very well. And that's a good solution. That is a really, really good solution. And it could mitigate it in the meantime. It's like, you know, you've got Game Pass Ultimate, you're streaming on, you know, on that kind of setting until you can get your own dedicated machine, which is always going to be a very, very good way to go about it. Um, but I, I ultimately think as much as I love, you know, the advancement of technology and, and, and backwards compatibility, there has to be a time where that needs to get cut. It just needs to start getting phased out. Not an immediate thing, but gradual. Um, <clears throat> and if they do intend to keep updating DayZ, or if they make DayZ 2, ha-ha, um, then maybe <laughs> we'll actually see something, you know, of that kind of effect coming coming to us. Yeah, I do, I, I, I do think it's a natural progression of it, I think. And not only that, it's your experience. It's the word-of-mouth experience. Yeah. Uh, you, you hear every... Even if it's just the S, the new players that get on there, like, oh, I just bought an S. People are like, oh, you're not going to know the game. You're going to be able to drive. PvP yeah. is going to be outstanding. <laughs> uh, and and it is. It's just it's just a new world. People will be like, oh, I'm experienced lag, and I'm running the X. I'm like, oh, mine's crystal clear, and I'm running beautiful. So yeah, but they are yeah. they are right with that with that cloud gaming because we can actually use our Xboxes to play PC servers. Mm -hmm. And there you go. Yep. And and it's and it's a good way to all go about that. And you know there is so many different solutions, different possibilities, and how you can play the game. Going back to the, what I was saying before, I don't care how you can play the game as long as it's legit. You are still part of the Daisy family, still part of our community. But it gets to a point where it's like there's only so much you can do. And I hope that if they do phase out, they'll start to phase out the old uh, older console generation. It would be for at least another year um, before they do take that step, because we all know what the, the current Daisy engine's like, and it's pretty decent for all that it's worth. It's not too bad, 
as long as you know what you're doing with it, all things considered. But yep. it, it gets to the point where it's like, look, there's nothing much more we can do. There's only so much uh, optimization we can do. There's only so much bug fixing we can do. We're going to have to start phasing this out and start focusing on the more powerful hardware and then be able to do a lot more that is um, than it's worth. But we'll just have to see what happens. We'll just have to see what happens. Yeah, but, I think they play by the law of averages. Yeah, well, that's yeah, hundred percent. They're gonna try and cater for the full market. Like, oh, hey, how many of our players are still on OG, and how many of players are new new gen? Okay, cool. The average here is that the most players are on OG. We'll continue to develop to, to OG. Yeah, until it, that, the average it starts over. to yeah, and that's the thing. So we still are a functioning company after all that needs money, you know. So if they were to cut off the majority true. of their player base, that's always been a thing. Game, yeah. They go in the trash. <laughs> You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and I think we have talked about that before, but it's it's still people's got to be made aware that's like you know this could well be a possibility. But again, we're all completely like speculating if they're even going to do that. They could just automatically just say right, Daisy's not getting any more developments at all. Armor four, <laughs> you know. That's it. We're shut the doors. We're shut yeah, the doors. It. I'll be wounded. I don't speculate. Do I have a toilet piece of paper here. <laughs> <laughs> fuck's sake but but yeah it's it regardless it is interesting to see where the game is going for the console i'm really really looking forward to seeing what guy what stuff comes for you um obviously there's quite a lot of parity between pc and console but the magic and the tools that you guys get it's really nice it's really nice awesome 100% and a, and a big shout out to pc because um, they definitely pave the way, and they do take a lot of the grunt of the um, how it's going to pan out. Mm-hmm. Uh, recently, we've got like the unlimited stamina, the build everywhere yes. mods, uh, where where the actual games released it, mm-hmm. and that couldn't be done without the popularity of it being on PC and saying, "Hey, look how much better it makes the game where you can take yeah. a house and rather than trying to pitch my." triangle front door that someone can jump into i can now seal off the door i can have my lock there um yeah it's definitely a, a big shout out to i mean P, P, uh, uh, pc is more like the guinea pigs uh for console yes. we just we, we get all the the good polished goodies mm-hmm. so yeah and that's it and the more uh, as you said before the more goodies the better more goodies the better. Just give us more toys. <laughs> Open up that cupboard. <laughs> give us the toys now. That's it. We can we can see him, but the, we just can't crack the lock. We try. <laughs> to, tell you what, on a daily, we try. <laughs> it's a strong, bloody lock. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, there's been quite a few things that's been going on in the past couple of weeks. Um, with the Daisy community, quite a lot of it's kind of you know based on on PC as well. Um, but one thing that kind of took us by surprise a little bit. Um, so you you are aware of the um, real life administrative building um, that 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 building's based off of. I think it's the one that is at um, Belota Airfield. Yep. Yeah. That was um, from what I had seen. That was completely gone. That was destroyed uh, because of the. The conflict that's happening over between Russia and Ukraine. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, two cents. Let me just see if I can 
pull that up. I know I've been running into some technical issues lately with the uh, the Google Chrome situation to do bear with. Um, it is definitely it. funny how now games that are involving the real life aspect and taking things from real life are now being basically chronicle uh, journals of um, things that have happened in the world that were around. It Especially is that quite... building there. If you want to go see it, you actually have to jump on a DayZ. You can't go anywhere else to see it anymore. Well, that's it. And it's, it's quite, um, it's sad. It is really sad to see because it's, it, at the end of the day, that's history. Well, there's some, uh, there's some uh, world wonders that don't exist anymore, but you can find them in video games. Well, that's it, exactly. Obviously, may not in their full glory, but still a representation. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right. So, the tweet was made by um, by Raxto in, um, uh, when was it? July the 26th. Seeing the Daisy Administrative Building of Hangar from Krasnostav below to airfields are in real life located in uh, Nalivai airfield near Kiev. I can't even <laughs> I can't pronounce these names. Uh, buildings were destroyed by Russian attacks before the 3rd of April 2022. In-game objects are maybe the last memories. And I'm just showing these off for, uh, these pictures off for our, our viewers here. And it is an absolute shame. And I believe there's some pictures of what it looks like now afterwards. And it's completely like hammered in. And it's an absolute, absolute shame. But it does look like an eventually it can't be re repaired. Like, yeah, yeah sure, it's, not it's too, in a, too bad. Yeah, it looks like it could be. It'll take some time, but it could be repaired. I really hope. I, really I hope don't think is. they will, but I think it'll be the fact of because of the damage they'll upgrade the airport and the nostalgic of. The hangar with all the DayZ players and that, I don't think is enough to be able for them to restore it. Mm -hmm. Which would be a shame. It would definitely yeah. be a shame. I can see them maybe keeping some stuff as like maybe an aesthetic appeal. Yep. But like, yeah, majority of it will be either updated or torn down and rebuilt. Yeah. You gotta start It'll selling be... off pieces to the DayZ community. Go and buy some bricks. Go and buy some bricks. Yep. <laughs> that's just... <laughs> ten, bu ten bucks that's... a brick. That's messed up. No, no, God no. That's the piece... lettering. No, yeah, that's it. That's it. it needs needs to be preserved. <laughs> All right, it needs to be in preserved. my bedroom. Exactly. <laughs> that's it. That starts up the Daisy Preservation Committee. <laughs> that's it. It's got them all in a museum. Look, I would love nothing more than Daisy merchandise on my wall. You know, I've got the flag. I've got a couple of the boards that Dale Hughes made. I've got a postcard. I've got stuff like that. I do not want a piece of an actual goddamn real-life airfield just plonked on my wall, all right? That is just... No. <laughs> no. Just oh a single brick. God. Just a single brick. Maybe a single brick. I'll keep on mute on me. See? <laughs> now we've got you hooked. We've got a mark <laughs> now. <laughs> oh, my bloody God. Oh, my God. <laughs> But it, but it is. It's it's a it's a shame that it's uh it's been blown to spin the reins and yeah. It's, fingers crossed. There's enough nostalgic around it and maybe some local culture or history around it that the the people get together and say, hey, we want to restore that. Yeah. So cool. 
and and that's it. It would be really cool if they do end up doing something like that because, I mean, this kind of this kind of um, building's been in even since Armor Two, so there's a lot of history there. Just, just, just in that regard, there, and the building itself has probably got a rich history in and of itself. It would be really cool if it was preserved, if it was rebuilt, um, but even if it's like. I don't know what, what if BI decided to be like, hey, we're buying some of this. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. And again, they do have a fucking tank outside their offices, so who bloody knows? <laughs> who knows what they'll decide to do? But yeah, I I I saw that um, I saw that, and it, it did actually break my heart a bit because what if it does turn out that the only um. That's the word I'm looking for. Like the only kind of like thing that remember it by would be this bloody game. <laughs> awesome, but it is sad. It, it it is really really sad. But what did surprise me, and we're just going through um, the agenda right now, and missed a bit over this past uh, couple of weeks. <laughs> so I do apologize uh, to people. But something that was pointed out to me was VR. Um, Pavel uh, Sefar, I believe that's how you pronounce his name, um, one of the first features I implemented into the Infusion Engine integration with Oculus Rift SDK and also supported PlayStation VR. Now, I do recall that there was um, some time earlier this year, or sometime last year, that somebody made a VR server. I think Geckofish yep. made a video on that. But how cool would it have actually been to have Daisy officially supported as a VR title? Or VR compatible title? It would have been interesting. Mm. Definitely, especially with those um those treadmills that you get. Imagine how fit all the players would be when you gotta run fifteen kilometers to <laughs> Oh, that'd be awesome. Man, I to, remember to somebody tizzy. didn't Oh my god, that would be. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I remember somebody done that for Death Stranding, and it was just amazing. <laughs> oh, it was. Um, it was great. I it remember really there was great. one thing that was going to come to Daisy eventually. They even talked about it. They eventually mm. were going to, and mind you, you can correct me if I'm wrong. They already have this, but the track IR, the little bar you can put on your monitor, yes. track your own head movements. They said they were going to put that in, and I was so excited for it, actually, because being able to, like, freely look around, like, while you're looking at your monitor would have been so fun. But yeah, it oh, would have been really cool. cool to see some basic VR in the game, even, like, as the track IR would have been cool. Yeah. Oh, it absolutely would have been. It would have been really, really cool. Would have been awesome to see, but... Alas, no, it's been... Xbox a... support. Xbox Connect support. Oh, yes, I'm going to play Xbox with my with my Connect. It'll be like, I, how do you even use a Connect? I don't even know. I can't do the joke. <laughs> like nobody knows. Like, oh, Xbox. You know, Xbox One. It's gonna come with a brand new Connect. It's gonna work, and it's only gonna function with it. And it's like, what's the fuck's a Connect now? Ten years later. <laughs> yeah. Jesus 100%. Christ. Great it's, investment, uh, dusty, Microsoft. Dusty thing in my uh, cupboard. That's what it is. It's a dusty thing in my cupboard. Yeah, and then, connect. See, and the funny thing is, is that is actually not a bad thing for motion capture. If you want to do a little bit of rough, quick motion capture, it's not that bad. But that was hard. <laughs> but yeah, there are so keep... many videos on there about how to use it. <laughs> 
But it's, it, yeah, I mean, the track IR thing, I completely forgot about that until you mentioned it. It's quite, quite, quite insane. But again, it would have been absolutely fantastic if DZ actually did have a VR mode or something like that that was officially supported. But, or, or even like a DZ game. Yeah, definitely a new game. experience. Yeah. Oh God, I can just imagine now running running in the middle of Zelenogorsk with a bunch of infected chasing you in your VR and you're like, shit. <laughs> oh, that would have been fantastic. But, uh, also the times when you, you know, the sunset, you're sitting around, you're cooking your meat for the day, it's three or four of you sitting around, you know, you've mm. got at least 20 minutes before the sun gets up. You're yeah. sitting around enjoying the moment, just having a chat. I mean, you could you could literally sit on the lounges in the houses. <laughs> you could actually. Yeah, I'm I'm honest. I probably stay the same way I am because I'd be always hungry, cooking <laughs> my food constantly in game and eating in real life because I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> you, you'd be putting on an ultimate performance. So, like, I ran twenty five kilometers today, but I ate about. 7,000 calories of food. <laughs> I'm still hungry. <laughs> this is the last next 24-hour stream. No. Running across God. Daisy. <laughs> Jesus. Running across I'll pass out. My <laughs> <laughs> blood will be low. I'll just be like dead. <laughs> oh, Lord. But as, as Shot says, screaming at the missus, get me a splint. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> oh lord but it's it's oh. the great things that you know people talk about in there even when it's like the actual developers infusions like oh yeah by the way we yeah we've done this at one point it's like why <laughs> please give us that option that'll be cool that'll be cool thanks much love <laughs> but uh yeah lord got i gotta love it gotta bloody love it um, and something else that um, I was actually quite... <laughs> Daisy Hub, how many seconds of the map can be done in 24 hours? Time to find out. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but, um, a, a marathon? Who can, run, uh, who can run the coastal road? The Daisy Marathon. Yeah, let's, let's go. Yeah. There, the, the, yeah, okay. There you go, so, Greedy, the next date on event. <laughs> yeah, that or uh, the survival run. I used to do a little event once a month where it was like point to point racing. You were, had a set amount of gear mm. and you had to get to a, a certain point and it was the fastest to do it. And people were, were basically ended up just, you know, two cans of soda and, a, and, a, and one gun with three bullets just to be able to get light enough to get the sprint on. So that'd be highly competitive if you were doing a in VR. People training for it beforehand. Oh, that's fine. That would be that would be brutal. That'd be great though, but brutal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bloody hell. So, uh, B is asking, "Hey lad, whatever happened to Lemon's face of real? Care to explain? Oh yeah, Lemon's. <laughs> you four, you're three episodes overdue. That's it. He hasn't his haircut three yet. We talked about that. Yeah, yeah." <laughs> No excuse. No come, excuse. Come cut my hair, lad. Come cut uh, my hair. Right, okay, I'll be right. I'll be, I'll be right there. I mean, you know, <laughs> you know, you know, lemons. You know how much editing I have to do to make sure your logo looks amazing. Give me your face. 
<laughs> yeah, Lord. Um, and um, also, I've been asked to ask you, Greedy, about your 30 hour stream. Oh, my 30 hour stream. Um, <laughs> so, uh, milestones of my Twitch, I do this insane thing where I was fascinated about 24 hour streams. Mm-hmm. Wanted to do one. So, um, my 30 hour stream, we did. Uh, 40 servers in 30 hours um, where we basically got 40 servers lined up and played them for 45 minutes and then changed servers and we did that for 30 hours in a row wow um, yeah so that's that's sort of my thing I tend to go my longest streams 32 and a half hours Jesus. Uh, where I played I played a hardcore server for 24 hours of it and then mm-hmm. afterwards i was like oh you know i'll just jump on official and then nine hours later i was uh still going but yeah i've got a thing about doing rules yeah <laughs> super long yes lemons uh lemons definitely got involved in that hardcore streams he ended up uh inside in our group and wiping out our group and sending me back to debug island where you have to kit up <laughs> Reget gear and then walk on a submerged bridge from Debug Island back to the mainland. Wow. It was a fun time. It was hectic. I think I did it like <laughs> nine times and it took you like 25 <laughs> minutes to run it. Jesus. Give it more content, I swear. Yep. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I remember Jesus. going to sleep that night and then waking up the morning of, and he's still going. He's still going. The best thing ever. We just hit a thousand. So we're deciding, I'm deciding with the community about whether we go and try and break the record. We go for like a, a 40 hour stream or something like that. I'm still trying to work out the details. Um, <laughs> and in yeah, case of Red Bull to get it through. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, you, you're doing that because you reach, you know, your milestones, which is fantastic. I've done a 24 hour stream because I lost a bet. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you lost a bet. No, I enjoy them. I enjoy them. I see them as I uh, don't. <laughs> I see, because you get a lot of the community, they come in and support you, especially when I did the, the 40, um, the 40 service in 30 hours. That mm. was, you know, we had. We'd run a, a certain distance, and then it was like, "All right, sorry, that's forty-five minutes. We've got a hop server." And people were like, "Oh, yeah. I was just getting involved in that." <laughs> yes. And um, but the death matches were cool because you just quick fight and then on to the next server. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's definitely that that thing that I really enjoy. I like to, you know, the, the community gets behind you. They push you. Um, I know the first time I did it, the warden himself he played like eighteen hours with me, and at the end there, I was starting to fade off, and it wasn't for you know, the guys like him to actually get involved, talk to me while I'm doing it, pump mm. the sound alerts in my ear. I don't think I would have done it, but, yeah, we're still waiting for a decision on what a 1,000 uh, Twitch followers is going to do, whether we go for the record, maybe 36-hour stream or something like that. you got you got to beat it. you got to absolutely beat it. I mean, what what Yeah, always, I'm, like, I'm keen for it. We're always advocates for, you know, if you do stream, you got to make sure that you're healthy and you got to make sure that, you, you know, you do take it in moderation. But 
sod that balls to the wall go for it yeah <laughs> 100% episodes. well I, I usually do it when I'm on holidays from work so yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll knock over two days worth of streaming and then sleep for two days and then takes another three or four days to recover from it oh yeah yeah so. it took me it took me a fair while to recover from mine that that was for sure but I like I had like what maybe four or five hours left and I was I was like ready to call it quits but I'm like nah I had people. I had people in chat. They're like, "You're not gonna finish this, lad." And I'm like, "You fucking watch me." <laughs> that's and that's and that's what I was doing. It was a lot of people. It was the the people who say, "You can't do this. You can't do that." It's like, you know what? I'm gonna show you. Thank you for the inspiration <laughs> to to push me. You know, when my eyelids are falling off my my face, um, it's those people that you remember that goes, "You know what? No, you're gonna see. You're gonna see this time go to 30 hours. You're gonna see me pop through it." Yeah, absolutely, nice. absolutely. <clears throat> Fucking hell! I swear to God, I've not long just got back from Manchester like yesterday, and if I'm getting sick, <laughs> I'm gonna be absolutely. Oh, got, got the dreaded C. Uh, no, I've already had that. I think it's just an at like a n- normal cold, but I'm not too sure. My throat's quite dry. Like, ugh, feel a bit rough, but fuck it. <laughs> That's it. Gotta keep going. Why I did? Why I did? But um. So, I was going to say Womble, but Womble covered this following subject, um, going back to the going back to the agenda, and it was something that I was going to talk about anyway. But he made the video, and it was about um, grenades not being able to explode when it's connected to like you know like your plate carrier or your ballistic vest or stuff like that. Um, <clears throat> shots have to, okay, you have to touch a nice one, but and then somebody uh, like. A little bit before that, they made a video on saying that there's a strong myth that grenades attached to a vest can be shot and exploded. They cannot. They literally have no hitbox. I'll just play the video for people here to see. So, easily demonstrated that they don't have any hitbox at all for it. Yeah, it is a bit Uh, of drama. Yeah, I know why. Mm. Uh, there is no clothing item is allowed to have fire geometry Uh, for folks who don't know fire geometry is how you can control bullet penetration velocity slow down and some other stuff by putting in let's say a theoretical my phone is fire geometry when it hits the phone all of those things come into a factor as the bullet travels through it no clothing item has fire geometry and or is allowed to there you go. <laughs> and that's and how that's... fire that's also how daisy factors in damage to items is based on fire geometry so you can't damage the grenade because it's attached to the vest and the vest allows no fire geometry yeah but and, and... if you damage the vest it also damages the items so if you were to get no. the grenade to a ruined state that would cause it to blow up uh, i was gonna um... say i've actually had i've actually been shot and had a concussion or a grenade explode on me and kick me off a ladder um was it water inside itself, it, it was in game the it was I, I don't know if it was on the outside or the inside i'd have to confirm that but uh we've actually got the footage of me climbing up the ladder and he snipes me and as when you see the snipe you actually watch the explosion kick out the bottom as if it was a flat land and the little mushroom happened and i just fall to my death yeah yeah so then there's another explanation from that, if, if I can say it. No. 
Okay. <laughs> Close you can. Don't have to ask. Yeah, far away. So every time you get shot in a vest or any clothing item, Daisy does its random math, which Daisy's random math isn't very good, as far as I know. Um, but it randomly chooses a item in your inventory to damage, as well as a item inside of your um, attachment-wise. And it chooses between both or one of them. So technically, it can happen. It just requires you to live long enough for it to happen. <laughs> <laughs> what What a way. What a way. Yes. <laughs> Attrition says it wasn't a grenade. It was your explosive personality greedy that blew up. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, as Warbo's video demonstrated, when um, when a grenade is attached to your character through like a like the vests, they won't take any damage. But if it's inside it, like in the actual inventory part of your clothing, it will explode. And that goes with especially the most latest um, ammunition types that was added, the forty mic mics. So it is it is quite interesting. But the question is, when it is attached to your vest. Do you actually think that it should blow up? Do you think they should take damage? Or anything yes. attached to your character in terms of like uh, the proxies, like the vests or the, you know, even with your helmet, the NVGs, your, it should take damage. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. I think you should be able to target a player and shoot an explosive grenade on their uh, yeah. vest because they're exposing it. It's mm -hmm. up to them to put them on the outside of the vest. There's no reason why you can't keep it on the inside and take that random. Yeah, but I agree. I definitely think that you should be able to have three players standing around, target someone with an explosive uh, 40 mil on their chest, shoot it, and knock all three out. Well, even, even if you just not consider folding grenades, if every item you had as an attachment on your character could have fire geometry, imagine helmets and plate carriers actually having ways to slow down bullet velocity and other stuff mm. because we all know bullets go through people so right now as it stands daisy only reduces the health damage based on the item you're wearing it doesn't actually slow the weapon down it only slows it down based off the player's fire geometry so yeah. imagine if you're wearing a world war ii helmet that would have like i don't know sheet metal fire geometry so it wouldn't slow down very much but if you're wearing one of the ballistic helmets from like you know the an or whatever mm -hmm. maybe those are a little bit thicker so the bullet <laughs> would go a lot slower maybe it wouldn't go through the player's head as quickly and hit the person behind them who knows mm -hmm. but it'd be cool because then people could be like greedy was talking about be tactical maybe there's a couple of people all standing around you and shooting the grenade is the best way to wipe out three people with a couple shots yeah it's 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 crazy. It is absolutely. 100%. I think I think we should um, <clears throat> I think we should allow it. So, or we should have it allowed. So, anything connected to your character can get damaged, whether it be like grenades or, or even holsters or sheaths or your helms, your NVGs or anything like that. You should be able to destroy that. It doesn't make any sense that that wouldn't be a possibility. Especially in terms of like, you know, your Gorka helmet, you know, you got your visor. That should be able to take a bit of damage before it actually, especially from like small caliber, should be able to actually do something or show that, you know, it's actually damaged. And then your helmet or your head, you know, pops, you know. But 
maybe that's something that they can look at in the future. I wouldn't be surprised considering <clears throat> it caught the attention of Warbore and a lot of people in the community that 119 will come with that edition. If it does, great. But if not, please, <laughs> please do it. That would be cool. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be really, really cool. Um, there, there is something that's similar that with uh, the plate carrier, if you put a, a pistol across your chest mm. and somebody shoots you in that, it actually reduces the damage considerably. And a lot of people in deathmatch servers spawn their um, plate carriers with a pistol holder with a pistol across the front because of that reason. The pistol never gets used. It's just a a, a, a small area that may cop damage that destroys the pistol rather than the bullet completely destroying right. the plate carrier and hitting you. Yeah, one of the little tactics that goes down. I, I didn't actually know that. Huh. Yeah, because we, we only have one plate carrier. I know you guys... Um, yeah, we've got old millions. Dirty sniper was, yeah, old Dirty <laughs> Sniper one day was loaded in and it was giving us the rundown on all these plate carriers. But we only have one, so people have worked out ways one, right? to... It's a... It's a black one. <laughs> we wish. <laughs> uh, we got we got an old tanny that stands out like nothing else. Yes. Uh, give us some spray cans so we can colour him up a bit would be nice. But uh, yeah, but that's just one of the ways that people, I guess, stack the levels to be able to stop the bullets. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, n- I never, I never bloody knew that. That's that's Not actually quite it. interesting. But that's fascinating. From a modder's perspective, it actually is. Not going to lie, I'm going to have to look into that a bit more and see, see how. I don't know it's vi- Yeah, I don't know it's viability now or how the what do you call it is, but it was definitely rule of thumb. Yeah, definitely rule. And I still live by it. If I got a plate carrier, I got a holster. I don't care what the handgun is; it goes on my chest, even to the point that I put a suppressor on it just to give it that extra coverage. Yeah. <clears throat> well, that's well, that's it. That's um, I'm definitely going to have to to look into that quite a bit more and work out everything and see, you know, see how it works and then maybe touch on it a little bit more in the future. I'll put you into a rabbit hole now, haven't I? We haven't (laughs) seen you for a couple of weeks. (laughs) Mate, I got myself in a rabbit hole yesterday, but we'll get to that very shortly. I'll get to that very, very shortly. But, um, uh, I was going to say something. A goblin's comment. I'll play carrier. Yes, yeah. Oh, great in a gingerbread house. I've just seen that, yeah. Um, <clears throat> now, something that I was kind of like in two minds about talking about, but I thought I thought about, you know what, it would be pretty interesting to hear, especially your perspective, Greedy. Um, so Daisy has come with quite a lot of different changes, a lot of different updates, and things have been taken, how things have been introduced. What is the most... What is the feature that has been added or changed that's actually irritated you the most and if you would like to see it changed it's irritated me the most mm. apart from the current one that's um apart from that's happening with uh, the game yeah. chat and stuff like that yeah apart from that yeah uh the thing that irritates me the most is the lack of building ability mm-hmm. we have we have we have uh, watchtowers and we have fence walls. Yeah. And people create a lot of things with that. But before, the, if you if you put the build anywhere on it, it's not too bad. But without that, it is so 
glitchy that it, it, and tedious and fiddly that it becomes very irritating. I can see why a lot of people don't build bases. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, you've, once you've done all that, uh, I know you guys, you guys can snap in full builds in the houses and... yeah. And I think it's called Build Plus Plus or something like that, where you can you can basically take a normal house and reinforce it. Uh, but we've never progressed off the watchtower and the fence. Yeah. And that and that's probably the biggest thing that's held us back, and it, it irritates me because I like base build. I'm a big fan of it. Um, I like to build. I like, my personal is I like to build arenas, um, especially back in the older days when we didn't have the modern availability. I used to go out and build massive arenas to PvP in, mm-hmm. but the actual slow process, and then you get to a point where the land's slightly uneven and you couldn't do anything. But just more variety, I think, in in building. It it really does irritate me that they haven't done something to at least improve it from the original. Yeah, because on top of that, it was quite interesting because at the start of the year, they said that they were going to be doing stuff for base building. I I believe it was Marx who made a video uh, talking about the the state of base building and how it even needs to be... um, It needs to be improved desperately. And Daisy, you know, they responded, yes, well, we are planning on doing that. But since then, if I can recall correctly, they've only said now that they're only going to do balancing stuff, which is... Last stream, yes. Yeah, Yeah, so is... it's when they've, when they've added in the um, grenade launcher mm-hmm. um, and that particular update uh, to kick down a war was four grenades. Mm-hmm. Unpin four grenades, drop them on the ground, bang, you're in. Now it's 12. Yeah. So they've strengthened the walls up to compensate for the, the new explosives mod, but it doesn't stop someone with a truck being able to just to pull up beside your base exactly. and hop into it, or five guys <laughs> to build a, a human ladder to be able to jump over the wall, get a hatchet, and then open your base up without a problem. That's it, and it's yeah. it's. I was quite. It was quite jarring to hear them say, we're not planning on doing anything more base building apart from balances. Because it's like, that's, to me, that's not the best move to take, considering base building is in, to me at least, it's in such a dire state and it needs a revamp. Um, Yeah, sure, the base building uh, system that we have right now is an interesting one. It does the job, but... There, it's it's lacking at the same time, and yes, your balances may turn out to be the best thing for it, but there's only so much balancing you can do without having the need to add new items, new ways to to fortify a base. Like Dumpgrass got um the build and fortifications mod, and having something like that in vanilla would be absolutely fantastic, and it shouldn't have to rely on modders to pick up the pieces in that regard um and it as daisy hope said that it's definitely not a full potential so i'm still hoping that they're going to go back and they're going to revert the stance on that and they're actually going to spend some time in a future update to revamp that maybe not this year because <clears throat> obviously we've got two updates left but it needs to be sorted out it needs to be sorted out uh, Boydie says, being honest, lad, it's literally one of the worst survival game building models, which is why I'm saying that they need to improve it. They need to revamp that. Absolutely. Um, yeah, couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. 
What about you, Dump? What I find most annoying when I think about baseball. <laughs> what do you? What, what's um? What's the most irritating for you? <clears throat> oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> We're opening up a can of worms, boys. You can hear his scroll hit the floor. Yeah. <laughs> no. I usually hate things when I adapt to them pretty quickly and efficiently. Yeah. I think that's probably going to get some probably hate. I hate toxic zones. I do. Oh. I think toxic zones ruined the lore of Daisy for me. It's a entity that has a power to shoot high, long-range artillery strikes from long distances away and can cause toxic. As far as we know, from lore, and mind you, lore is very, very broad spectrum, only 1% of the population actually was immune and survived the infection. The fact that there is a government presence powerful enough and also willing enough to waste its efforts on Shinaris. Come on, guys. Shinaris. Um, to get rid of the infected is kind of irking to me. Right. Genuinely surprised with that. <clears throat> Genuinely surprised no, I with agree that. with that. I definitely agree with that. It doesn't have the the story line to it. And you are correct. Who is shooting the who is shooting the artillery strikes at that particular spot? Yeah, and if they are government, why would they be doing Sharnaris? Is there something in Sharnaris we don't know about? Because if we were like, oh yeah, it's about the Hanalor. Well, Hanalor goes across Sharnaris and Livonia, and both of those have artillery strikes, but the artillery strikes have never been really linked to them past the artillery strike update, right? So like, and then they added in the little orb bomb the vials. of yeah. gas. And at first I was defending it, but now that I just think more and more about it, it's like that shows a government actively developing weapons. Yeah. Why? Because it's the fucking government, dude. <laughs> but, 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 but unless they, unless they, they existed prior, though, because they could have yeah. just been like a weapon of mass destruction. Was but why would they be coming into Shinaris now? Why would there be helicopters crash crashes spawning them? Why would the um, artillery strikes be spawning NPC um, zombies with them on? Um, a lot of it, if you just think about it from a logical standpoint, there's nothing truly of value in Shinaris. Like, there's no major military points. There's no major economic things. Yeah, maybe uh, Cherno has this huge dock. But, like, there are so many other things um, that don't make a lot of sense. Unless we're kind of like uh, that game Dying Light where we're literally, like, isolated from the entire world and they're just trying to stop the infection from spreading. I don't know. That's that's all I can think of. I mean, <clears throat> so you don't like it because of a gameplay and lore perspective? or Just lore. I think gameplay-wise it's fun. Oh. I think if I were to throw a board to the wind, I don't mind it. Right, there we go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, right. I think they implemented it wrong. I think the gas zones are the the ones that stay there. That's where the gas nades should be. Yes. Uh, for the fact that they're unexploded um, 
cluster bombs or whatever the part of the bombs, but I don't think they should have the consistent randomness of artillery strikes consistently. I think you should have the gassed areas. Yep, that's gas that stays gas, but no peppering towns around the place in targeted zones. Yes, because I, I, I'll agree to that, actually. I will agree to that because all you have to do, especially if it's like <clears throat> the off hours of a server, you just you just hear that you hear that explosion, you go off, 30 minutes, two pox files for you. Brilliant. Go to the next town, two pox files. And it's so easy to get, whereas if you just go to the toxic zone and have it as an extremely rare chance, heck, you might be the, you know, the server might be full, but you might be the only two person with the only two pox files in the entire server. And then it's like, how, what's the best way to use it? And I, I prefer traps. I think using it through a trap is a is a fantastic way. I mean, <clears throat> I I like the toxic zones personally. I think they're really cool. I think it's a really nice idea in that it does swap things around a bit. But they definitely could have done a little bit more work with the actual like strikes. Maybe a little bit more work, but I'm not too sure exactly what. It just feels like there's something missing, and the pox vase was a bit of a bandaid. Um, but that's that's just me. <clears throat> that's just me. What about you, Lemons? If you're awake. Well, it's ah, he is. it's not yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really something that was removed per se or added onto, but they've said a lot about the actual internal files and stuff like uh, the config files for servers. And they they keep saying, and this is the these this is like going back years. They keep saying they want to do more to it for console. They want to add more stuff. One of the biggest things they wanted to do was add in the thing from the in its see where you could change where, what kind of loot spawns on a player, you know. <laughs> and that's just pulling out one example of something they've actually said. And it's just it's it's very restricting. I think Reedy, you can re, you can agree with this too. There's a lot of things that we could do. But it's just very inconvenient with how it is right now. And if we had more ways to configure it, like with the init C, mm -hmm. it would just there'd be way more possibilities. Yeah. So that, especially since we've also, I mean, they've stuffed up twice and they've given us access to it for I think two and a half days. I think we've seen it for two and a half days. Um, <laughs> it would it would change uh, servers like death matches, uh, role play servers. <laughs> Even just starting loadouts, to be able to set a starting loadout and uh, change and put a knife in your inventory so your players who are spawn shifting don't have to make a fire out of their rag and cause a fireplace to sit on the server and a dead body and a knife in that area. And then you've got 15 of them. So, we're, you know, it would be, be a good solve to reducing the amount of stuff that doesn't need to be on the server. Mm -hmm. And it's it's interesting you brought that up too, about the, how we had that for two days, because that was the thing. We found a way to get in and access the NHC for console edition, and Daisy was very quick to take that away from us again. <laughs> and <laughs> people who had, yep, and people who had made videos about it were having their videos taken down. Yep. So, Ooh. <laughs> it's very special. interesting to see why Console they would have done that. Console community was like a five uh, toddler with something in their hand. We just <laughs> grabbed yeah. it and took off as fast as we could. No, you're not allowed to have that. <laughs> That's it. Daisy come running after us 100 miles an hour. <laughs> oh, Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, I bet. 
<laughs> it was, but it was really interesting to do that, and they never really were public about it. But mm. they were very quick to just instantly cover all that up. So I, yeah. at the very least, I'd like to see some transparency on their part as to why, you know, because we've, we've of course, speculated a lot on the show about what it could have been. But I just want to hear from the horse's mouth directly, you know, directly, you know, because there's definitely there's definitely some reason to hold them back or else they would have done it by now because we, mm. we have access to it, but they're doing something to keep it from us. So, Yeah. Um, well, that's it. I mean... Hopefully in the future they don't go back in that, but we'll see. Well, like we said, adding access to the N.C. would be bad for consoles because of what people can do to consoles using it. So mm -hmm. having their own JSON for player response and stuff would be a great thing to have. Yeah. Yeah. It and it's what we said before, you know, if they can <clears throat> if they can slowly but surely implement all these things from the NC into JSON files, I'd love to see it. You know, but it's just knowing that it's actually happening, you know. Because the mm -hmm. last time we heard anything about that kind of stuff was, it's been a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Men in suits roughed up. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> yeah, Lord. <clears throat> For me, though. Nobody cares about you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> For me, though. I'm just, hmm. It's the no red nine. The red nine. <laughs> <you know? laughs> okay, maybe. I'm so sorry. It's I'm partially. So sorry. <laughs> partially one of the things. All right. Shush. Shut your shit. <laughs> I'm. So there's a couple of things actually. One of them is you know you're talking about the base build and you know I'm 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 definitely not um too happy with that. I am. Um, I am not happy. Take care of yourself, shots. Much love to you. I'm not happy with how they implemented the um, the toxic 40mm. I do genuinely think that should have been tear gas. Um, I think that they tried something interesting, and that was the idea that they came up with. And it was the only one that kind of like made, made sense, but at the same time it doesn't, in my eyes. I just... Gameplay-wise, it's fun to use, but it takes away a large part of just trying to have an interaction. Like, if you if you have tear gas and you shoot at a building and it knocks that person out, I want to go in there and I want to tie them up and I want to talk to them. I want to I want to I want to interact with them. Um, another thing that I'm I haven't been a particular fan of is. Hmm. How, 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 how am I going to explain this one? It's very, it's very interesting, but I guess I can't put the words to it, actually. Cooking pot, I hate how they've done that. I hate the cooking pot situation. Oh, the damage to the cooking pot? Yeah, I think it's absolutely ridiculous, and I think it should be turned down or just turned off completely, because there is no chance in living hell that with just normal usage, a cooking pot gets, like, damaged and ruined. Like, it takes years for that shit to happen, unless you buy one from, like, a dollar store or something like that, then maybe, but... Yeah, but... <clears throat> maybe Russian quality? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, also, you gotta remember, you're out in the wilderness, it can get easily rusted, you're not always maintaining it, but it should take, like... A couple, if not multiple, PlayStations on play, uh, play sessions to ruin it, right? Like, yeah, well, yeah, you yeah. should be able to have it for quite a while. 
but I'm all for uh, Daisy putting in more ways to have to go and find new things. Absolutely. I mean, <clears throat> sorry, I just dropped something. See, <clears throat> one thing I think is definitely under underutilized is soft soft skills. Because if I remember rightly, isn't it still the case that even when you log out and log back in, it's reset? That's reset, yeah. It's so it's so dumb. Like, and if if you change it, it depletes super quick. And it's like <clears throat> what what that is one of like the awesome features that Daisy had when it came out in like one point that they completely just broke, and they never went back to fix it, and they need to go back and fix it. It gives your character a lot more value, and they should expand on that system once they get it working properly. Um, in okay. terms of in terms of weapons, I'm not going red nine. Yeah, sure, okay, yeah, give us that. But I'm I'm actually happy with the way weapons are, um, the way items are. I think it's great. Clothing they could expand on it a little bit, probably. Um, but. If there's one thing that absolutely pisses me off, it's actually the sound of wind. And it's gonna—it's a small thing, but since they've increased the sound of wind and like the effectiveness of it, you can't hear the sounds of nature that you typically would. Like it's just bustling air, and it's like, even when it's like no wind at all, you still can't hear nature properly. In fact, one of the servers that you, um, I sometimes play on, they've turned down the sound of wind. And the strength of it, and you can actually actually hear like the birds chirping and that, and that's all vanilla sounds. It's all vanilla sounds, and it's like I I love the immersion of Daisy. I really all I always have done. I love how beautiful the game can look and sound, and I think they need to go back and rejuvenate that a little bit. Hundred percent, hundred percent. But there you go. Um, But, I mean, that, again, that's just me. I know so, to some people it's not that important, and that's fine. But I'm a schmuck, so... <laughs> I'm a no, schmuck I enjoy, for that kind of stuff. I, I enjoy those moments where you're on the hunt, you're on the search, or you're town to town, and you pull up at that certain spot, and you get that nice sunset, and you can hear the, the <clears> crickets <throat> slowly cricking on, and... Gives you that little serenity moment that, you know, you're in the middle of nowhere. It's a full server, but it's yeah. just one special moment yeah. out of the game. I think that's part of the draw is the atmosphere and the in the environment. Yeah. Yeah. There's something uh, from chat someone said <clears throat> called attrition. The mm -hmm. fact that bomb your feet are made out of paper mache, but you can take a 9mm to the chest, I'm good, run 10 feet while barefoot, uh, three cuts. I would like to point out to everyone here, what surface you run on while barefoot does matter. Run on gravel or pavement, you'll get cuts quicker. Run on grass or sand, you don't. Or dirt. That's the thing. I mean, to be fair, I've run on pavement before and my feet don't bleed. <laughs> and I don't run. Yeah, I know. But... <laughs> I know it's got if a not, kind of I'm talking about that, but... existing mechanics. Yeah, yeah. And if you don't have any shoes, cut your pants up, make some foot wraps. There yeah, you go. The, the, wrap, the wrap thing was so cool. I'm so happy they finally put that in. I That's am, wicked, yeah. isn't it? I, I I remember when I talked to Mass about that, he was like, they stole my idea. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought of Mass immediately. <laughs> yes. Oh, bless. <clears throat> bless. Um, but it, 
what was quite interesting to me is that a couple of weeks ago we talked about we talked about um, consoles as always, um, and we um, we talked about I think somebody was talking about um, how consoles holding the game back in terms of render distance and everything like that. So one of our viewers they got in touch with us um, and. <clears throat> He set up a server which had a maximum of 10 kilometers render distance. And I'm going to wow. post the video in our open chat here as well. So you can see for yourself. <clears throat> but for our viewers... We actually both were on a server at one point, and the way you got to do it is that you have to configure um, your own um, your own client side render distance as well, because it's always capped by the server. So we set it up to you know the maximum uh, of like ten kilometers for both view and object. He said that server performance was actually really good; it maintained it very very well. But client side, <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, it was rough. The network bubble didn't change, so I do want to clarify on that. Um, the network bubble doesn't change depending on the distance that you have set on the server. It's always capped that particular distance. I think it's like uh, to nine hundred meters to a thousand. I'm not too sure. Um, so, <clears throat> like we stood on the top of the Green Mountain Tower, like where he's standing there. And he teleported to just around the lighthouse between Cherno and Electro. And I couldn't see him. And there was no fog, there was no mist, nothing like that. We could not see, I couldn't see him. And he couldn't see me. Um, it does run terribly. <laughs> it runs so bad in like the visual popping of like the different models. It's just ridiculous. Um... But he he done it to test out that kind of like you know those kind of claims and talked about what we we talked about and showed it off and it was really awesome. Again, ran like crap and I don't I don't um, recommend anybody playing at ten k <laughs> the view distance. But it's um, it was quite a sight to see, to say the least. He's also vaping in the video, which is fair enough. <laughs> But so to people who say like the console hold the game back, no, it doesn't. The engine does. The engine yeah. does. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's pretty good for scenery wise. Yeah, I mean, a range rider? like he's looking right all, all the way in the Cherno. It looks like or Electro. That's prison. That's prison there. Mm. So he doesn't pull out a rangefinder, no, but he's got like the icons to show the distance of locations. See, he he's turning around in the in his videos like completely. Um, his, his frames are dying right there. Yeah, his day is going screw you. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. Can't but run it, this far. <laughs> but it was quite an interesting thing. Cause it's like you know, yeah, it sure is possible for servers to do this. But I definitely wouldn't recommend playing on that kind of distance. But the thing is, is you can you can always control client side. 
Um, it's like on some Namask servers, they've increased it to 3.5k for the view distance and a little bit more for, for the like the items, objects and whatnot. What else? Mm-hmm. And that's perfectly reasonable. You can still play decently at that and the server won't really take that much of a uh, performance hit. In fact, when we were changing distances, somehow, the more that we extended the distance and restarted the server, we had like three people on at one point and the FPS got better. <laughs> we couldn't explain it. We could not explain it at all. Um, That's an but, interesting concept. Yeah. Oh, but I thought, I thought it was a pretty interesting thing for um, to show off. Um, because it's you know it's 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 pretty cool you know it's it's nice to see what the extent of what the engine can do even just in that regard. Um, I don't expect them to ever be like you know what we're going to start developing more on the engine we're going to make it better for these distances. Just imagine if you could increase the network bubble that would be that would be super cool. Well, you can. Oh. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. Uh, How do you the, do that? In the server dz.cfg, um, there's a setting you can add that allows you to increase the network bubble. Um, however, it's not really advised. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. Okay. Um, uh, I'm pulling it up right now. Uh, folks, if you ever want to know all the fun things you can do with the server.zz, all you do is type in... Uh, Server DZ.CFG Daisy, and it will pull up the official Bohemia wiki for it. I'll even throw it in chat for people. Yeah, please. So you guys do. can actually mess with that. Um, but it's a plethora of information. Um, but yeah, so like you can do network close, you can do network uh, near, far, and then you can do uh, network range distance effects. So this talks about like sound effects and other things. So technically, you can extend the range that a bullet can be heard. Unfortunately, it does have some issues. Uh, but the far is 1,000 uh, meters or 1 kilometer, and the near is 150, and 20 is close. And this can affect the objects of inventory or other stuff. It also affects the despawn of items. So if you mess with these settings and you have your server's FPS tanking, it's because you're probably keeping a large persistence of items still around. Right. Okay, I've learned something. Sawyer, if you are um, watching this, that's your next test. 10k view distance, 10k network bubble. Let's see what gets on fire first. Your PC or your daddy. <laughs> There's oh, actually a, uh, a server that was recently put up by Roleplayers Oasis. He did a... Um... <laughs> He did like uh, he does uh, an event server between their seasons, and this okay. one was called Short Sightedness. And what it was was he had somehow shortened the render distance to about ten meters, so everything from ten meters onwards was blurry. That's cool. And basically, it was. I mean, the game played very, very hard. It was a bit rough on the eyes. It might have been just my eyes trying to adjust, <laughs> yes. but. When you look through scopes, everything was clear. So if you look distance-wise in a scope like a rangefinder, you could see 500 metres clear as day, but looking at 10 metres in front of you, 
you, the zombie was blurred. You couldn't tell whether it was a Z or a, a player or what it was in front of you. No matter, you had to sort of judge the movements of the the blur. But that that's currently up, and it's it's a bit of strain on the eyes. But it's definitely a, a a perspective to take it the other way rather than have a maximum distance, having a, a major distance. And we tracked it down trying to get sunglasses to see if you put the sunglasses on it will work. And unfortunately it didn't, but that would be wicked that you'd actually have to find a pair of glasses to make your, to restore the vision on the actual game. I love that. That's Yeah, fantastic. I thought it was really oh, yeah. cool. As I say, a bit oh, rough bit rough on the eyes because your eyes obviously it's short-sightedness so your eyes are constantly trying to adjust to see everything but yeah yeah i thought that was a pretty cool serve i lasted about an hour onto it and then i was like no i can't take enough that's just my eyes yes but that's fair enough but just the experience and having that what it would be like if in the apocalypse you broke your glasses and you couldn't see any further than 10 feet oh i just lay down and die yeah, that's a, uh, 100% trying to feel your way through. It was it was a, an absolute wicked experience. The server's still up now, running. Um, they can, yeah, jump on and have a go. It's a completely open server. It's called Roleplayers Oasis Short-Sightedness. Go out there on the, the console X- and have a crack. Yeah. Is it Xbox One? <clears throat> Yeah, yeah, it's an Xbox it One. If anybody gets any videos or anything like that, or Greedy, do you have any videos on that? I've I've probably got a VOD on it. Um, I would love to actually see that. I would love. I would love to see that. Let me see if I can find a link. You can probably see if you can put it up. But how many times have I told you? Don't call YouTubers short-sighted, okay? Even if they make videos about it. I do what I want. I do what I want. That might be the one. Pulse check on lemons. He's going on. Uh. He's snoozed up. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate you, sure there, I appreciate you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, are you? Uh, yeah, uh, well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, that's that's the vod for it. Yeah, I just sent it to Lad uh, in the in Discord in a DM. If you want to, that's the vod for it. I haven't made any clips on it, but you'd probably go through. Probably about 20 minutes into the VOD, you'd be, be able to see it. I will post the VOD in chat for people to see, and I will also pull that across. Just got to set it up because it's been a bit of a shit. <clears throat> I have so a new one coming out called Irritable Bow Syndrome. <laughs> <laughs> Runs. <laughs> it's about the 20 minute. Oh my god. Yeah, about... yeah, get about 20 minutes into it. It'll give you a good demonstration of what it's like. Oh, that's class. Yes. You see what I mean? And, and nice and close, about 10 foot in, you get no problems at all, but distance wise. And I, I spent an hour looking. Funny enough, I can find every glasses in the game before you find food, but not when you want to test out if the glasses work. <laughs> Couldn't find one for about an hour. That's close. Yeah, so inside a house. It's not too bad inside a house. You can see the it's a little blurry there. Yeah. And I had to actually tell my viewers, it's not your stream. It's actually... This is intended. <laughs> that's what, what, what you see. Yeah, it's intended. 
That's interesting. But that does hurt. That is hurting my eyes, actually. It, it, it does, especially when see how you get outside and the, the render distance is just... Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, but... So what's interesting about this is... I may be, you correct me if I'm wrong anyone in chat, but I think what they're doing for this specifically is they're using the CFG effect area and they're using the inventory blur around the entire, yeah, like the, uh, across the map. Really and what's interesting bad. about it is because they're using the CFG effect area, when you're putting on like glasses or something, because it uses the tent, it'll override the effect area, which means it'll take away the blur. So. Yeah, at one stage I get a, a, a range finder. And I actually sit there and you can see me, I, I look through the rangefinder and I can see stuff clear as day and then you look at it again and it's just, it's just a blur. Going to what I couldn't... Said, you're, saying, you're saying these guys were clever enough to figure ADK. that out. That's actually really cool. I think they're actually in chat right now. Uh... Yeah, role players are wasted. I, I think I saw him earlier. But, he was, uh, yeah. He, I call him the master of the weather because he does some amazing things. I think it's more the fact of when you don't have as many toys, you've got to be highly creative. And when everyone's using the same stuff, you have to somehow stand out a little bit. Um, but this was just uh, something he threw up in between. Uh, they just launched season 13 um, yes. of Roleplayers Oasis. And this is something he threw up just as interim. So I don't know what he was doing, what he was playing with, but I'll tell you what, it was cool. Yeah, Screws is definitely a wizard. He is a wizard. I'd call him the weatherman. Definitely one to put out some absolutely fantastic lightning storms and he's done pollen storms. Uh, he did the – there's a snow one that he did on the same sort of service snow scenario yeah. on console where they took um, it was the garden the... plots and made yes. them a white pigment and then he put fog around it and that was – to be in that experience on console was dreamy. Having seven yeah. guys around me in full white camo in the hunter's gear was a dream come true to me. I love that white gear, and it was just like, this is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Awesome. It's really cool. It is really, really cool. And I, I was, I'm actually quite, um, I was quite impressed looking at that, looking at that, uh, looking at that VOD and seeing how that is possible. It's, brilliant <laughs> it's crazy brilliant. isn't it it's absolutely nuts and no the pollen didn't make you sneeze but it definitely had a, like a, a a yellow tinge to the whole map mm -hmm. it's awesome I, I love the ingenuity yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff you can do with the cfg effect area and it's just yeah. people actually taking the time to look into because even uh before role players always use it to make like forest fires and tons of tons of different things with just that alone it's a very, very versatile file, and just awesome. taking a few seconds to look into it, you can learn so many things. Like, you can Absolutely. control every single effect in the game if you want to. If you want everyone to look like they had night vision on, you could do that. So if you want to have, like, a covert ops deathmatch server where you spawn <laughs> in and you instantly have night vision without a headset, you could do that, you know? There you go. There you very go. Cool. That's not bad at all. Very There's awesome. your next day dot event, Greedy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you can you can program and I'll let you do that one. That's a little too advanced oh, yeah. already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and before and before we finish off today, so we won't we don't have enough time to go through the community spot like this weekend, so we'll leave it for next weekend. So there is quite a lot to unpack. <clears throat> so one thing I do want to cover 
and that got me in a rabbit hole. Uh, Sumrak has started his Phoenix countdown for Namalsk. Um, do you know anything about Namalsk, really? Yeah, 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 definitely. Oh, um, <laughs> yeah, 100%. Uh, absolutely Canaan for it. Uh, I mm. love watching it. I think the, the aspect of the, the, the snow side of it and that constant – I'm a big hardcore server fan. I, yeah. I like to grind. The harder, the better. Give me no food on the map. Make me hunt. Uh, even at now they have servers that are 30 below, mm-hmm. but no snow. But yeah, definitely know the, the PC servers yeah. or the maps. Makes me wish you were around for New Dawn. <laughs> oh, that'd be... But... Yeah, the harder the better, I say. The harder the better. Make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Um, but yeah, so Sumrak has always said that Content Update 3, uh, I've always called it the Phoenix Update, is his last one that he's doing. Now, he's doing this in phases, so... Yesterday, um, he updated the mask to include phase one of the new content update, and that he, um, I'll see if I can get the video up for everybody, but it was in regards to a little, um, a little teaser. It was just some coordinates on his, that he, that he posted. I'll get the video up here. And it was literally just that. A five second clip. Straight. Go to X. <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Um, so I took some time. And I went there. And it was in the ice fields. It was like way. It was like east of the factory, north of the hospital in Tara Island. Um. And I found a red box. It was like an emergency kind of like um, emergency box. And I had a document from the captain of Phoenix. So I read it. And I'm see if I can pull up the screenshot. Because I do want to read the full, the full thing. I'm pretty sure I did take a screenshot. If I did, it's lost. And I will cry. Actually, physically cry. Um... <laughs> So, yeah, I didn't take a screenshot of it. Oh, that's perfectly fine. But, yeah, spoiler alert. So, if you don't want to... I won't say what it is, because I don't know what it is. Um, I can't remember off the top of my head now. But, if you don't want spoilers, I would suggest you just click off now for another five minutes, and then come back. So, just let me nerd out for a bit. <laughs> so, the log was going into detail in regards to how... The captain was part of like kind of a flotilla um, of a Hercules type um, ship and I looked it up and the Hercules type ship is in regards to a kind of um, it's not an oil rig per se but it's a ship that can extract gases and oils whilst still being mobile which I thought was quite interesting and they got an SOS from one of the gas sites marked near Namalsk and that's where they're headed, and that was log one. But what I did what I did see, and or heard rather, um, that nobody in the Namas Discord was talking about was a horn. The sound of 
a, a horn right off in the distance. And I couldn't quite place it, so me and this group, we followed east to the edge of the map to see if there was a source, and it went further off into debug. And they were like, I'm not swimming all the way there, that can fuck right off. So, I've kind of determined, or kind of theorised that Phoenix isn't the oil rig, but Phoenix is a ship. And I'm thinking, considering how Sumrak is with his stalker law and uh, how there's references to G-Man, Black Mesa, stuff like that and whatever else, I'm going to be really surprised if um, Phoenix is going to be his equivalent of the Borealis ship from the Portal universe, which was oh. an experiment devised by Aperture Science to for teleportation. But it went wrong and it accidentally done it for time and space. And maybe that's why we're starting to find it now. I don't know. I'm just completely talking out my ass at this point. But I'm hoping that Sumrak does it in a in a weekly basis, so every single week he'll put a new phase out. And then maybe that'll tie with one nineteen. Maybe there's something coming that can only work with one nineteen. Who knows? I don't know. But I'm so excited that he's he's doing it this way and not just dropping the update on us. He's actually hyping it up and I think he needs to. This is fucking brilliant. <laughs> and if you try and data mine the logs to read them early, you can't. He says, no spoilers. Uh, don't data mine or something like that. So you, the logs are there, but you, there's just nothing in them, <laughs> which I thought was really, really funny. <laughs> That's smart. <laughs> I'll take and, away the hide your stuff. Yeah, and it's <laughs> and I I, I I did data mine a little bit more. <laughs> I did data mine a little bit more just to see what else I could find. And literally I couldn't find anything because it was like haha naughty naughty, you look you're you're trying to find out, you're trying to look. You ain't gonna find anything here, and it's like, oh you shit. <laughs> um awesome. so I thought it was really, really cool. Uh, really awesome to see. Um, I was quite surprised nobody, nobody um, done anything about. Nobody talked about it, like the the sound. Um, I'm not going to play the sound because it is a massive spoiler. Um, but I'm just all I'm just going to say is that when you find the box, wait around a little bit, and then you'll hear it. And that's all I'll say on that. And I. I am going to be looking to this every week, and chances are I might stream this because any content update I've always done something about it. So stay tuned for that. And with that, we've gone quite overdue. It's been great. <laughs> we typically stream for like two hours, two hours and a half, but we've been definitely gone over that. Um, and that's going to be the end of the show for today. Greedy, you've been, you've been brilliant. Thank you very much for, um, for having you know spending your time with us. Um, this oh, my pleasure, guys. Thanks for having me on. It was great. Yeah, mate. Share was... a little bit of what we have uh, going on. Way I man, it's it's uh, been absolutely brilliant having you on the show talking about the console. You definitely taught me quite a bit about how things work, and I'm really super fascinated with um, the system that you have with what you've been doing and just everything that you've been working on and just striving towards it's just been it's been brilliant to hear about it it's awesome 
and I hope you, I hope you, I hope you beat your targets. I hope you get your goals and do your. Uh, we're praying. We're praying. <laughs> but you know what it's like after one set of targets are complete. We've got to set some yes. new goals. So we'll always have those goals to push up against. Absolutely. And yep. your community that's come in the chat has been equally as amazing. Thank you, everybody in chat that's come along. I really, really do appreciate all the love and support. It's been absolutely fantastic. We're going to be in the future implementing some new things. So if you want to support the show or us directly, you'll be able to. Um, more details will be revealed on that later. Uh, but we're in the works of getting that all sorted out. So, But... Greedy again. It's been absolutely wonderful, and you're you're welcome back anytime. You can pop in anytime you want to when we're doing a show. If there's something you want to talk about or to just add, uh, if you do find the time to watch us, because I know it's quite early for you. Um, yeah, you kick off at uh, six a.m. in the morning, so yes, it's, yes. it's not too bad. It's not too bad. That's why usually I catch the the YouTube. Mm-hmm. Well, once it's published, <laughs> yes. it's a little, it comes out a little later in the day for me. Yes, <laughs> but, uh, but I'm happy to check in periodically and let you know how it's going and what's going on. Anything new? Yeah, there's there's a lot to explore in the in the the greedy peasant Discord and the community. There's, mm-hmm. I mean, I could sit here for hours and hours and hours talking about <laughs> it, just the amazing stuff that goes on. Well, why don't we? Why don't we extend the show and talk? <laughs> That's it. Cancel streaming today. Do <laughs> <laughs> your power stream here. <laughs> yes no but again you you're welcome back anytime it's been lovely talking to you it's been i've been really looking forward to it lemons has been singing your praises for ages and you know really glad to get that all set up um, yeah, lemons is a legend we appreciate him coming out even though he's half asleep i know lemons you really <laughs> if, you, if you said that you were just really tired mate I, that would have been fine that would have been absolutely fine couldn't have oh, missed out on this man <laughs> couldn't have missed out on it it does go down to the to the owners and mm-hmm. and the people like Lemons who have uh, entrusted me with the their displaying their server and <laughs> producing a video on it. Uh, you you are literally giving me the rights to basically say and do whatever I want with the server and how it could affect it. That's yes. why we try and keep about all the good stuff and make sure we, we give the owners and the players a, a big boost, but. Yeah, without people like Lemons and Role Players Oasis and the Madness crew and the people who have really started and kicked it off, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have got to where we are. So it, it, it's big hats off to those guys for uh, giving me that trust and allowing me to do my thing. And that's it. And you just keep on doing it, mate. You keep on absolutely striving, working hard, and do that. And 100%. And I can't wait. I can't wait until you... Until you beat your targets, it's, we're definitely going to be talking about it when, when it does happen. You've got to keep us updated on that. Absolutely. 100%. When I hit my forty-hour stream, you can come along. You can be with me the whole time. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll, I'll wash. <laughs> I'll, <laughs> <laughs> I'll pop in for about five minutes. I'll be like, right, okay, right, bye. <laughs> That's it. Five minutes at the start, five minutes at the, at the uh, end. There we go. I Ready, I'll see the whole time. I contribute. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> But, but you take care of yourself, mate. And uh, actually, before we do, before we do, let you go. Individual spotlights, something that we we typically do when every single end of the show, is that we do a spotlight. Um, everybody gives off a spotlight of something that they've encountered or seen or heard about in the community. Um, so since you are our guest, I would love to go with you first. If you want to shine the spotlight on anything. Um, 
I'd definitely like to shine the spotlight. Uh, it's probably probably a little bit selfish, but um, on the day dot community that we have, we have. Mm -hmm. um, I noticed in PC, there's a lot of streamer events going on, like yes. uh, the girls' ones with the castles and people hunting down. And console doesn't get that much uh, run through with the uh, events and streaming events, so. Uh, we have a little dedicated server that's uh, completely dedicated to the streamers and their viewers <laughs> sort of getting together and being able to play. Um, I, I would like a lot more light on that because there are a lot of good streamers in that who work very hard for their communities and deserve a lot of spotlight um, when it comes to the events and just showing it off in general. Mm -hmm. Um, so like, like Warden himself, he's at every event when he's not working. Smiley's got a gun. She's a major one. Um, there, there's, there's streamers out there who need the recognition. And I think, um, Daisy events when it comes to streamers needs a bit more, uh, a bit more recognition of what we're doing is, is closer or exactly the same as, you know, what those big guys are doing in the castle events. I mean, that, they, they do some wicked events. I watched the castle one. That was mm -hmm. absolutely fantastic. It inspired me as such, but yeah, a little, uh, uh, a little bit more spotlight on those Xbox streamers and the events that take place. Yeah. Definitely. That's yeah. Awesome. If you, uh, if you want to, uh, feel free to DM me or whatever, I'll retweet or like, or post about it. You know, I, I I totally agree with you. I think that should be a thing that people should focus on as well. They should. Absolutely. Too easy. Good stuff. What about yourself, Dump? Uh, don't really have anybody. Right. The community. Been... <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you want us to come back to? Yeah. Okay. Lyman's, what about you? So my spotlight's actually going to be for Dab, because he's releasing a new bounty mod today, which I'm very hyped for. Right. Okay, that slipped under my radar. <laughs> what's the what's the crack with that? So he, he released a tweet today. Here, I can send a link to you. And he was saying he's been working very hard recently to try and release a new bounty <clears> mod, <throat> and today's finally the big day. He's going to be releasing it. Two hours ago, it's released. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> and I can already tell that image was probably made by DOG. <laughs> 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 the, the, the mod icon. I love that already. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, DOG's just said, wow, nice thumbnail, bat chest. <laughs> okay. Um, originally, okay, so... Let's see if I can... Did you send me the link to the mod directly? I put it in the... Just the... Okay. Right. Call, I'm, call I'm, Jan, yeah. Okay, I'm going to quickly look up this um, this mod here. Um, player Bounties. The Player Bounties mod is a new updated version of the original Bounty mod. This project was funded explicitly from server owners in the Daisy community. Without the support, this project would never be possible. Please note that due to persistent bounties, this mod, requir mod requires a server wipe. There's a full JSON. 
Um, <clears throat> monetization. You are hereby given monetization approval under the conditions that you follow the DAISY server monetization agreement. Um, not a lot of re uh, you're not allowed to repack. Good. If you want to consider supporting the project, Patreon or PayPal. Um, it's awesome. Really awesome to see. And it's it's already got 33 um, subs to it. So, fingers crossed this mod really picks up. And, um... Yeah, the bounty system is definitely, especially with kill phase, is definitely one that's controversial in console too. Mm -hmm. um, they tend to be base detectors for a lot of people. Yeah. Because they just ping the player, the player hangs around the base long enough, get five or six pings in the same area, and you know where the base is, you yeah. go check. Uh, a lot, a lot of servers are steering away from that bounty system and actually incorporating a player line via their traders, where you can go to a, a bounty place, pick up a bandana, and you become uh -huh. a bounty hunter. Or as another faction member, when you kill either someone with a bandana or a armband, you bring that back to the collection office, and that's mm -hmm. how you claim your bounty. No one's actually pointed out the server and then pinged on Discord. Right. Okay. Yes. Uh, so I'd say it'd be a lot different on PC. A lot oh yes. I can I can I can completely imagine, yeah. I can completely imagine. <clears throat> uh Dump, do you have your spotlight now? No, I do not. Uh, oh, you naughty boy, you, you naughty. That's fine, though. It happens to the best of us. Um, my spotlight would actually be on Sumrek. Um, he, to me, he is a, he's an absolute powerhouse. The man spends his living working on Daisy, being the lead developer, comes home and then works on one of the most popular mods on the workshop and just... Kills it every single time. Absolutely does. Daisy's been in an absolutely fantastic state because of him. Well, not just because of him, but him and his team in the direction that's gone down. And Namask has constantly fascinated me. And I cannot wait for content update through. Really, really can't wait. Um, there would be more, but as people may have been aware, I went away for a week. Came back yesterday. I needed the break. It was a good break. Completely unplugged. And I'm so glad nobody burned anything down. Alright? As far as I'm aware, nobody's burned anything down. And if they have... Naughty. <laughs> but, um... Is Queens of the Castle 2 this weekend? Actually, that is a good shout. Let's quickly double-check when that is taking place again. I know we've talked about it before. Um... No, it's um, Queen's of the Castle 2 is uh, towards the end of the month. So we've still got plenty of time for it. Plenty of time. And now, that is going to be the end of tonight's show. Greedy, again, lovely as always. Thank you very much for coming on at the show. You're welcome back anytime. And if you want to come back on to showcase anything at all, let us know and we'll be able to get you right back in. Oh, easy. Thank you very much. It was a pleasure. And uh, thanks for opening up the uh, 
the podcast and expanding on console. Me to see some light getting onto it. It's the best thing we could have done. You know, I definitely want to share the love for our console, console boys and girls. You know, absolutely got to. You know, like I said, the part of the the part of the family. So they've got to get some love. But um, Dom Lemons, thanks for spending the time coming on to the show again. Especially you, Lemons, considering you're very tired. <laughs> Being there myself, <laughs> as we all have. But look after yourself. Both of you have a very, very good day. And I'll see you next weekend. Take sure, care, everyone. Take care, man. Bye, Catch bye. fellas. <laughs> and with that, we are done. We are done for the day. We are done for the night and the weekend and the weekend, everything in between. I want to thank Jacob for the um, $6.66 um, donation. Really, really do appreciate it. It's been... It's been a... It's, it was tough last week. I, again, I do want to apologise for not having a show last weekend. Um... But, you know, it, it is what it is. You know, you know what happened if you've been keeping up with socials. Um, and like I said, you know, being away for the week. And it was good. It was really, really well needed. Absolutely needed the break. Um, could have done with maybe a couple of days longer, but you got to get back to the podcast. you got to get back into the grind. You don't want to be out of it for too long. In my opinion, you don't want to be out of it for too long. But, yes, we're going to be live same time... Um, next weekend, um, we are going to be working on getting another guest on at the show. Being absolutely fantastic having the greedy on. He's so lovely. Absolutely lovely. And I can't wait to um, to speak to him again in the future. And hopefully he does beat his goals. Absolutely. Um, there'll probably be a couple of shorts coming up over the next week. And this week's episode will be uploaded hopefully next Friday. Um... We're going to see if we can keep a regular routine with our uploads. So if you do stick stick around for our shorts or anything like that, uh, get an Xbox and join the 40-hour stream. No. <laughs> no, fuck off. Not a chance. <laughs> um, I've done my 24 hours once. I'm never doing anything like that again. But, <laughs> but again, you've all been absolutely lovely. The support you guys have been given has been brilliant. It's been really, really nice. Um... You're just fantastic. You've been you've been great, giving me a chance, and hopefully, I continue to to prove that it was worth it. Fingers crossed. But for now, <laughs> but it will be fun. You get to run with me and greedy. That is a positive. That is definitely positive. If you're willing to fund an Xbox Series X to be delivered to my house, go for it. <laughs> but I'm I'm not, I'm not getting an Xbox. I'm not getting an Xbox. Um, <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe if we could stream it on the Xbox Game Pass Ultimate, then maybe I'll actually invest in that and just do it that way and be like, ha But I send you my OG Xbox. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm good. But again, everyone, thank you so much for coming along. I really do appreciate it. Much love to you. Have a wonderful weekend. I'll see you next Friday, same time, same place as always. You all take care now, and much love to you. Bye-bye for now. <laughs>